It's game day, and this is the home of Scottish football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good afternoon, welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on a huge weekend in both league and cup First up Celtic will look to stretch their lead at the top when they host Hearts It's a vital day for Motherwell at St Mirren as St Johnson face Hebs Livy, play Marnock and Ross County take on Dundee Of course tomorrow it's the League Cup final between Rangers and Aberdeen And this afternoon as well, one of the highlights of the Clyde One Super Scoreboard calendar It is our sports auction for Cash for Kids as as well, plenty to look forward to. We're on even earlier than usual to make room for it all in the company of Gordon DL, Mark Wilson, and Hugh Kevens. Well, I mean, more cash for kids events than I care to remember over the years, Gordon, and I wish I did not have to remember them because I wish that things were so much better for the people in our area. But these are difficult times, and this station does everything it can on an annual basis to make those difficult times less arduous and that's what we're about today that and the football we have had a week in which we have distinguished ourselves at Champions League level at Europa League level at Europa Conference League level now folks you have the chance to distinguish yourself on Super Scoreboard give as generously as you can to Cash for Kids Looking forward to this Mark Wilson on the field What a day Tomorrow on the field What a day And hopefully we'll raise Some good money For Cash for Kids as well Yeah it's a huge day One of my favourite days Of the year Gordon In here Great fixtures ahead To look forward to But the auction Is always a highlight here And some great prizes Looking down What we've got in front of us And what we've got In the hours to come Let's keep our fingers crossed That the people out there As as generous as they always are every year And dig deep to help the kids you've got to, Yeah Mark, you've got to say That the public deliver every single year For Cash for Kids Some fantastic prizes and offer this afternoon Especially Lot 8 To join me in the mushroom oh, at Turnbridge He's giving it away He's, he's giving it away already yeah. <laughs> It's a big secret <laughs> The big reveal so, Oh but so I don't know what they're joining us for Yeah, uh, exactly yeah. But uh, <laughs> And also we'll uh, be looking and concentrating and a fantastic weekend of football ahead and well done to all the teams in Europe uh, got a bit of pride back again yeah it's been a good week strap yourselves in we are here until 6 o'clock you can stay in touch all afternoon on Twitter at Clyde SSB we will have the phone in later on of course and I know regular listeners will know this Cash for Kids Sports Auction Day is extremely busy we've got so much to do uh, so let's try and fire on through it all we're going to have different lots different selection of auction items each hour throughout the afternoon so make sure you you don't go anywhere because you don't want to miss any of the prizes some of them are proper money can't buy experiences some excellent memorabilia some non-football and sporting prizes in there as well so plenty to look forward to I won't give too much away uh, because we're about to cross to our auction room in just a second the one thing I do want to draw your attention to right at the start because this is our one all day prize Like I said Some of them will only be Up for auction For about an hour But this one Is available all day And it's the one I've been mentioning to you All week It is an Unbelievable prize It is a brand new BMW 1 Series Donated by Arnold Clark Now It is like It's, it's brand new You're, We're talking Top range here It's An incredible car It's got all the mod cons You'd look for And It could be yours for a £5 donation to Cash for Kids 
Because I'll be honest with you, right? I'll very quickly tell you the backstory. We are aware that when it comes to Cash for Kids Auction Day, we know that times are tough for everyone. We know that not everyone can throw out hundreds or thousands of pounds on fancy auction items. So we said we need to do something that everyone can get involved in. And this is it. A £5 donation to Cash for Kids and you are in the draw for a brand new BMW 1 Series. Text CAR to 84901. That's C-A-R to 84901. The text costs a standard network rate message plus a voluntary £5 donation. Every penny of that goes to Cash for Kids. Now you can cancel the donation by replying cancel within 60 minutes uh, of receiving our text confirming your entry. Obviously we would hope you wouldn't do that. Um, but that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Text car to 84901. The entries close at 6 p.m. tonight. It's over 18s only and the full T's and C's are at Clyde1.com. But Hugh Keevens, even as a man who doesn't drive, who has never driven, even you must realise that a brand new BMW 1 Series for a £5 donation to Cash for Kids is an extremely good price. The thought that's running through my head is that I want Mark Wilson to win this. <laughs> so that when Mark Wilson drives me home, home. Uh, I can phone my wife in advance and say, let all the neighbours know that I am coming home in a BMW. So my <laughs> money is for cash for kids and it's on Mark Wilson. It's, it's an incredible prize. Like I say, we want to try and make it accessible to everyone. A £5 donation to cash for kids, every penny of it going to charity to help local children. And you could win a brand new BMW 1 Series What is not to like So a final reminder for now That is your all day prize That is the one that will remind you about all afternoon And the entries close at 6pm There's no point in waiting until then You might as well do it now But we will keep that running throughout the afternoon Now we have plenty of good prizes on offer For you to bid in a more traditional auctioning sense Let's go to our auction room Grant Thompson is in charge up there today Grant Thompson of all the presenters That they could have found in Clyde 1 They've clearly gone to you for your expert Football knowledge and insight I've been waiting 10 years to be on this show <laughs> so, so please don't ask me anything That I'm not going to know the answer to So don't ask me anything uh, What I can tell you though is we've got some fantastic hospitality prizes And some money can't buy prizes As well as some memorabilia Loads of signed stuff uh, From the likes of Danilio From Kyogo and the Scotland national team We've also got some fantastic non-sport prizes right? So I know a lot about this We've got tickets to see Take That And the Britain's Got Talent semi-final as well See that? See what he did there? He just skipped over Danilo and Kyogo and went straight to take that. Honestly. <laughs> I've been ever... asking for the last five minutes, how do you pronounce Danilo's name again? And you still got it almost correct. Oh, Danilo, you let you away with it. Danilo, Danilo, Danilo. Danilo. Is... He thinks Danilo and Kyogo is a legal firm. <laughs> he thinks Cameron Carter Vickers is a member of Take That. But yeah. a, they, he's going to keep us up to speed all afternoon, Grant. He'll be working hard up there in the auction room uh, and there is so much to get involved in. So I'll give you a whole new lot um, of prizes to auction for between 2 and 3 o'clock but for now your all day prize is the text to win the BMW so please bear that in mind so we'll run the Cash for Kids auction all throughout the afternoon we appreciate you taking part it all goes to a great cause with that in mind we have more traditional Saturday afternoon activities to turn our attentions to as well because there are some massive fixtures in the Scottish Premiership Let's start in the east end of Glasgow For Celtic against Hearts And Gabriel is there ahead of that one Yes I am Thank you Gordon Celtic of course have the chance to go Eight points clear of Rangers At the top of the league this afternoon It's an opportunity they want to cash in on 
with the Jers not in league action, of course, the League Cup final tomorrow. Now, Celtic will be hoping to take confidence from that morale-boosting late win in the Champions League on Wednesday. Brendan Rodgers makes two changes to the team that won here against Final three days ago. Cameron Carter-Vickers returns to the defence, a big boost for them, and David Turnbull is in as well. Uh, Welsh and Iwata drop to the bench. Dyson Maida is amongst the substitutes for the first time in six weeks. <coughs> Excuse me. Let me give you a run-through of the 11. It'll be Joe Hart in goal, a defence of Alice Johnson, Cameron Carter-Vickers, Liam Scales and Greg Taylor. Midfield of Captain Cal McGregor, Matt O'Reilly and David Turnbull. The front three remains the same. It's Louis Palmer, Kyogo and Mikey Johnson. The substitutes, Bain, O, Quan, Bernabe, Bernardo, Maida, Forrest, Ralston and Welsh. What about the visitors? Well, Hearts haven't had much luck against Celtic in recent times. Stephen Naismith would love to change that here this afternoon. He makes four changes. Looks like they'll be keeping the same three at the back system. Uh, Vargas, Larry, Nuvenhoff and Sibic all drop out. Grant, Atkinson, Denham and Forrest all come in. The team is Xander Clark in goal. The defence of Frankie Kent, Kai Rolls and Stephen Kingsley. Nathaniel Atkinson will play as the right wing back with Alex Cochran on the left. Benny Beningame, George Grant and Aidan Denham in the middle. Alan Forrest will support Lawrence Shankland up top. The substitutes, Gordon, Halkett, Haring, Oda, Mackay, Civic, Tate, Tagawa and Vargas. Kick-off just over an hour away, Gordon. Mark Wilson, what jumps out from that Celtic team this afternoon? Well, one of the most important players back in the side, Cameron Carter-Vickers. Uh, we spell out the side, but he, he's back. And Celtic certainly need that, especially for these bigger games that are must-win. And I, I would class a home game against Hearts where you've got the opportunity to go eight, fro- eight points in front again as a must-win. So he's back in the side. But David Turnbull as well it's been a funny old season for David Turnbull he starts the, the beginning of the season ahead of Rio Itati then drops out pretty quickly then comes back in and he scores almost every time he plays but recent weeks he's found himself out the team he's back in today and I wouldn't be surprised if you've seen his name in the score sheet later yeah what, what stands out for me Gordon the other night there a young lad come off the bench and made himself such a hero for the Celtic supporters he's come in for a lot of criticism Nowhere to be seen today. I don't know if it's an injury or what. Is well, he? he is somewhere to be seen. The back page of the newspaper suggesting that he's to be sold in January anyway. So yeah, that he, might explain Lager Bielka's yeah, absence. I thought, I thought that there was maybe his career kicking off. He come on, uh, he come on at the midweek, got a good goal, got the winner, celebrated it brilliantly. And you're thinking, right, OK, a little run for him. But Carman Carter-Vickers is back today. I thought Welsh played exceptionally well for a guy that hadn't played a lot of football, I've got to say. But Vickers and obviously Skills is the two main centre backs. For me, Lager Bielka's absence tells you that Brendan Rodgers simply does not rate him. The whole team was assembled on Wednesday night out of necessity born of a squad that is not good enough and I think that Brendan Rodgers will be clearing out the place come January uh, because it's not good enough for Celtic and that Lagabielka you know the, the, the talk last night Gordon as you well know uh, was that Celtic will listen to offers for him he has been I'm sorry to say a waste of money a welcome return as well on the bench Gordon I was just going to quite the same Maeda absolutely back so Celtic fans will be hoping to see him get some minutes today because they certainly need him I think what was what can be the case in these situations is you always leave just just 5% of room in case Brendan Rodgers rocks up in front of a microphone at 5 past 2 and says oh Lager Bielka's injured and I was yeah. going to start him today that may well happen I, I think certainly the way it's looking Hugh you know combined with those newspaper 
uh, reports that started coming out in the sort of online versions last night, in print this morning, that despite all that the other night, um, he is up for sale, if you like, in the near future. Because he can't be trusted. He can't be trusted to play in the first team. His last game prior to uh, Feyenoord in midweek was last August. The manager's had a look, doesn't trust him, and he's not playing today because Celtic, if Rangers win their games in hand, will be two points behind Celtic. Celtic are starting to look vulnerable in this championship race. And by the time Rangers get to December 30 and go to Celtic Park, Celtic had better hope that Rangers aren't on top of the league by then and Celtic are in second place. Uh Plenty more to be said, I'm sure, about Gustav Lagerbielka because um, it's a situation that's going to rumble on. What about the actual football match today, Gordon? What do you think? What are you expecting? Um, I'm expecting a Celtic victory. Um, I think it will be difficult, but I think they've got the, the players in the wide areas and Kyogo probably will be looking to get back in and bang a few goals in. I'm with Mark. I'm delighted that Turnbull's in the middle of the part. He can give you so much from set plays. He can score you goals from outside the box. So he'll be a threat. And the man in form just now, O'Reilly, uh, he's been absolutely terrific this season for Celtic. So I'm expecting a difficult game. I think Hearts will go there. They'll be well disciplined. They'll sit in. They'll make it very hard for Celtic. But I just look at that middle to front with the quality they've got. I think they'll have enough in their locker today. Right, that's you up to speed on team news from Celtic Park. Some very interesting team news and a huge game as well. A chance for Celtic to stretch their advantage because Rangers, of course, have big fish to fry in the League Cup final tomorrow as well. When we return, not only will we go round the rest of the grounds, three other massive fixtures in the Scottish Premiership. I'm going to tell you all about the first set of items in our Cash for Kids sports auction as well. Action as it happens. And your reaction from five on the open line. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are in the studio. We've got the top team round the grounds as well. And it is one of the best days in the Clyde One Super Scoreboard calendar. It is the Cash for Kids Sports Auction. That is when we give you the chance to bid on some brilliant pieces of sporting memorabilia, some showbiz prizes, some money can't buy experiences. All, of course, to raise much needed money for children on our doorstep who quite frankly need your help all year but particularly at Christmas as well I've already told you about the star prize the all day prize and the beauty of this one pretty much everyone can get involved in it you don't need to have loads of money to be able to chuck it an auction this one effectively costs you £5 if you text CAR to 84901 the text, the, the standard cost of your text message is in there. A £5 donation to Cash for Kids and you're in the draw for a brand new BMW 1 Series thanks to Arnold Clark. That one's going to run all day. Entries close at 6pm this evening. Uh, so please do uh, make sure you take part in that one if you can. But what we'll do every hour, we're going to have a selection of other items you can bid on in a more traditional auction sense. So let me tell you about some of them. Clyde One's Cash for Kids Sports Auction Looking forward to this I have to say and I've had a quick glance at these prizes and I think these are going to be very very appealing indeed for some of you Let's go back to Grant Thompson who's in our auction room He's going to tell you all about the next four prizes and they're available for auction between 2 and 3 o'clock Grant, what have we got? 
Okay, Gordon, so we have got lot number one, uh, which is from Rangers, and it's two media passes for a fixture of choice, uh, so non-European or Celtic, plus a signed Danilo shirt as well. The winner will get to sit in the press gantry, have access to the press room, and attend the post-match press conferences, which is pretty cool. Uh, Lot two is to take that premium tiered seats on Saturday the 4th of May, including an overnight stay at the Doubletree by Hilton. That's donated by Fiona Stewart. It's quite lovely, this. It's in memory of her late sister, Caroline Dorman, and the Doubletree by Hilton in Glasgow. Uh, lot number three, we've got two director's box tickets, including hospitality for Celtic versus St Mirren. That's on the 17th of April next year. Plus, we get two signed shirts. Uh, so Kyogo and Cameron Carter-Vickers have signed those and the last one this time round lot four six months of boot camp we're all going to need this come January classes for two people plus six personalised personal training sessions for two partner sessions for two people so that is your lot this time round now, if you want to bid on any of them, and why wouldn't you? 0141 565 2468. 0141 565 2468. Those four prizes are only available to bid on between now and three o'clock. So do not hang around. I did say some of it was money can't buy. Rangers fans, think how good this was be. It's two media passes to the fixture of your choice, non-European or Celtic. But any other game, you get to sit in the press gantry, you can get into the press room, you can sit and watch Philippe Clement, Big Phil, as you've started calling him. You're all loving his work so far. So imagine the chance to go and pretend that you are Hugh Keevans for the day. <laughs> Never mind, scrap that bit, delete that bit. I don't know how much of that is worth. But entry to the press room, the press gantry for two people. You're getting to watch the game. It is the best view in the house at Ibrox, trust me. Very good view. Go and listen to Philippe Clement's words of wisdom after the game in the press conference and a signed Danilo shirt as well. So it's for two people plus the signed Danilo shirt. That is worth a lot of money. And of course, you'll want to add a bit more on for Cash for Kids as well. There'll be loads of take that fans out there a couple of weeks before Christmas, dare I say. Dare I fall for any of the gender stereotypes, any men out there who are maybe got females in the family who like take that or vice versa. And you've been struggling for... Christmas presents and you've left it late why not bid I think Gary Barlow's great I'm sure you do Uh, the two premium tiered seat tickets Saturday 4th of May and an overnight stay at the Hilton Doubletree by Hilton as well Celtic fans not leaving you out the director's box tickets including hospitality for Celtic against St Mirren and not only one but two signed shirts Kyogo and Cameron Carter-Vickers treble winning heroes from last season incredible prizes them it has to be said uh, and Grant said it a few of us could be doing with this already never mind in January six full months of boot camp classes for two people plus six personalised personal training sessions as well anyone in here need to get themselves in shape? I would like that man to my left could do with that as well you think so? <laughs> Uh, there's always room for improvement Yeah, yeah of course there are uh, I would like a that yeah. bit, of, uh, bit of enthusiasm about that one I'll stick with Gary Barlow if you don't mind So four fantastic <laughs> prizes between now and three o'clock Full details are on our website And they're also pinned to the top of the Clyde SSB Twitter page as well So get over there, have a look And if you want to bid 01415652468 Those prizes only available till 3 o'clock So be quick It's the Rangers media passes for two And a signed Danilo shirt It's the take that tickets It's the director's box Plus signed Kyogo and Cameron Carter Vickers shirts 
and the six months of boot camp and personal training. Get your bids in right now, please. 01415652468. You don't have long, so do not hang about. We will park that for the moment because we've got massive football games to look forward to as well. Celtic v Hearts, we've already given you the team news. That one speaks for itself. Dare I say, St Mirren Motherwell is the other clear standout in the Premiership today, David Friel. It's a clear standout, Gordon, but as someone said to me earlier on, welcome to the Paisley Wind Tunnel. I hope I'm wrong, but these conditions today are going to be very, very difficult for both sets of players. Liam Kelly just came out, he had a look around. One corner flag's flying in one direction, the one across from it is going exactly the opposite way. We try to work out what way the wind's going, but let's just hope it doesn't wreck the game. And will this finally be the day the Motherwell winless run ends? 13 games, 15 weeks, 105 days since the last one a game of football. To be fair to the players, Liam Kelly and his, his players have been battling away for Boss Stuart Kettlewell recently. They've got four draws in the last six. A lot of late goals. Mika Biret's the equaliser against St Johnson last weekend. That was the latest example of the team spirit that's clearly there. They're still five points off bottom spot. It's not all doom and gloom. But Motherwell really need to get a win on the board sooner rather than later or the pressure will ultimately tell on the match. I think Stuart Kettlewell knows that to, as well. Today would also have a good day to end that run. And Stuart Kettlewell has made just one change from the St Johnson draw last weekend. Harry Payton is in for John Avita. So I'll just start with the Motherwell team. It is Liam Kelly in goals. Looks at back three of Stephen O'Donnell filling in there. Beavis McGabby and Shane Blaney. Brody Spencer, Callum Slattery. Davor, Dravkovsky. Harry Payton and George again. Blair Spittle in behind Mika Biret. Subs for Motherwell are Oxborough, Obika, Bear, Shaw, McGinn, Wells, Luca Ross, Max Ross and Wilkinson. As for St Mirren, Stephen Robinson's men, by their own standards, they go through a bit of a rough patch. But the beast Ross County here. Last weekend, I'm sure they'll be looking to build on that. Stephen Robinson obviously going up against his old club, there's always that added incentive for him. They are strong at home in St. Mirren, and this will be a huge test for Motherwell. As I said, Stephen Robinson's also made just one change. Keanu Bacchus is in for Kaelin Boyd Munz in midfield. St. Mirren line up Zach Hemi and goals back three Marcus Fraser, Alec Gogic, Richard Taylor, Terry Small, Keanu Bacchus, Mark Ahara, Greg Kilty, and Scott Tans across the middle with Stav Namani and Jonah Ayunga up front. Subs for St. Mirren are Urminsky, Bolton, Dunn, Sutherland, McMenamin, Grieve, Jameson. Olisanya and Mandron. The referee at the Smise is Craig Napier and the VAR is Alan Muir. Talk about the wind, Hugh well, Wow, we could barely hear David Friel. Poor old David sounds as if he's broadcasting from the middle of the North Sea. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, uh, those conditions must affect the type of game that David's about to watch. However, both sets of players have to rise above it. It's unfortunate, it's unfair, but they have to rise above it, particularly the Motherwell players. You cannot go on indefinitely not winning a football match. And they've had three draws in the last five games, and draws are the things that are keeping Stuart Kettlewell clinging to life in the Premiership. But someday, this has got to turn, he's got to win a match, or somebody at Fair Park is going to say, hold on a minute. You guys yeah, yeah, have played though, Mark Wilson. I get Hughes right in terms of psychologically or whatever. You have to rise above it. There's no doubt that can have an impact on a football game. Listen to it. Oh, without doubt. Uh, I mean, it's the one thing that footballers hate to play in as well. They play in any sort of weather, but wind um, certainly takes a bit of getting used to. But look, you look at Motherwell; they've taken four points from their last six games. And Mirren have only taken six from their last six games, but uh, it couldn't be more different. Um, where both teams are sitting and how the season's shaping up for them. So Mirren very good at the start of the season, the home form very good and won last week of course. Motherwell just seemed to get themselves behind an awful lot and managed to claw themselves back into the game to get a point here and there. Sure, Kettlewell 
badly needs a win but I don't think it's going to be today I think St Mirren at home are, are a good side It's not a great place to go when you mm. need a win Gordon DL because the <laughs> this is a very good home record that St Mirren have got Yeah I watched them against uh, Hibs scoring a late equaliser I was quite impressed with them that night Gordon um, They are a good side at home they have been in a, a poor run, I've got to say that. But if you're Motherwell and you're looking for a, a must-win game, it certainly wouldn't be that fixture you would pick. I think this has got to be a difficult afternoon for Motherwell. Um, but Stuart Kettlewell and the Motherwell players need a result. So it'll need to be sleeves up, head down and really go and have a go. Yeah, David Friel, we, we've asked this for a few weeks now. I mean, it's, it's Rangers at Fir Park on Christmas Eve. T- to what extent do... Motherwell need to win today. What, what does it mean for the, the manager? Yeah, it'd be, it'd be huge for him. I, I do, you know, as I said, those four, you know, four draws in the last six. You can tell, you know, God, we've, we've all been around football long enough to know when that old saying the manager's lost the dressing room. I don't think Stuart Kettwell has by any means. You know, they can tell the players are playing for them, but ultimately you need to win games. You know, as I said, 105 days is a long time. You know, it's over a third of the season now since Motherwell have actually won a game of football and. Eventually, I think the board will say, "Look, this just can't go on." But I don't think he's at that stage yet. You know, I think even if it goes bad for him today, I still think he'll get a wee bit more time. But it can't go on. Um, you know, it, it has to change at some point. Otherwise, the directors will have to make that tough decision. Huge day, huge day in Paisley for Motherwell's survival hopes for Stuart Kettlewell's job prospects for David Friel's health and safety based on that <laughs> wind as well and plenty to play for for St Mirren as well I can't promise you that it's any better uh, El Plastico between Livy and Kilmarnock Roger Hanna's there Oh I'm chuckling away listening to the wind there at Paisley, I was there seven days ago I know what David's going through Gordon um, These two teams last met in October Kelly won 3-1 at Rugby Park, a couple of goals with Kelvisell and I'll get back to the significance of that game in a minute Kelly have lost their last three trips here and Livy need all the kind of good omens they can muster after seven straight defeats. They haven't scored in the last six of those losses and that's where I go back to the Rugby Park defeat because the last goal was a penalty by Sean Kelly at Rugby Park in October. Kelly also scored from the spot the previous week and a win over Motherwell and that means that their last goal from open play was scored by Bruce Anderson against Motherwell on October the 7th. That's 667 minutes ago, or if you like, just over seven hours. So, I mean, that slump has left Livingston five points adrift of St Johnston and Motherwell at the bottom, and it even prompted Davy Martindale to insist that he won't do walking away from this job, such as the problems at Livingston at the minute. As for his opposite number, Denny McInnes cannot have had many better weeks as Kilmarnock boss, a stoppage time winner back at former club Aberdeen, and then a second win of the season over Celtic last Sunday. It was the first time since 1964-65 when Kelly won the title under Willie Waddle that they had managed to beat Celtic twice in the same campaign. The win lifted them up to fifth in the table and depending on what happens in Paisley and Perth today, they could be third by five o'clock. So big stakes really here, Gordon, for both teams. Livy have made one change from the side that lost here 1-0 to Hibs last Saturday and I think it will probably mean a change in formation because right wing back Jamie Brandon is out and striker Joel Nubley is in. So our best guess at the Livy lineup, Shamal George in goal, we think it's a back four. Michael Nottingham, Michael Devlin, Ayoobalai and James Penrise. We think it's a box in midfield, Jason Holt and Sean Kelly at the base, Andy Shinney and Scott Pittman further up and two strikers, Curtis Guthrie and Joel Nubley. On the bench, Hamilton, Montano and Parks, Anderson, Brandon and Bradley. 
Sangari, Welshies and Stephen Kelly. Well, as for Kelly, two changes from that win over Celtic last week. David Watson back from suspension and Marley Watkins starts. And that's because both Liam Donnelly and the match winner Matty Kennedy miss out through injury. So they have Will Dennis in goal at a back four. Lewis Mayo, Stuart Finlay, Robbie Dees and Corey Ndaba. Across the middle, Danny Armstrong, Liam Polworth, David Watson... And Brad Lyons with Marley Watkins asked to support the skipper. Kyle Vassell on the bench. O'Hara, Sanders and Davis. Mackenzie, McGuinness and Murray. Dallas, Warnock and Mackay Stephen. The referee, and hopefully we will keep both boots on this afternoon, is Willie Collum. The VAR is Ewan Anderson. And thanks very much to the lovely lady from Livingston's front desk who's just visited the press box with a big box of celebrations. Merry Christmas. Oh, there we go. Season of goodwill and all that, Hugh Keevans. Well, chocolate. Who needs that? But there's a catastrophe in the making at Livingston on and off the park. Even the proposed takeover of the club now looks as if it's going to go to court, litigation in progress. And on the park, what can you say about a team seven defeats in a row, haven't scored a goal for ten hours. They are in catastrophic shape and this could be the season that they go. I don't see how they get out of it and against the Kilmarnock side albeit they've lost in the last three visits to Livy against the Kilmarnock side on the back of a win over Celtic I cannot see this being anything other than the eighth defeat in a row I'm sure it'll be a classic St Johnston against Hibs is an important one as well Fraser Wisher is there for us it is an important one 11 points in 7 games since Steve McLean left St Johnston late October and that must have lifted the confidence of the St Johnston players for today's home game because 12 of the 15 points they've got this season have been picked up at home and from looking isolated at the bottom they're actually now in with a pack and 5 points ahead of the bottom team living so I saw them last week looked like getting all 3 points but that last minute goal by Motherwell gave uh, Motherwell a point but they do look better and a bigger goal threat St Johnson since Craig Levine has come in with Jaya Semi been given a good run in the back they're far more solid now with Ryan McGowan who's out of favour under the previous manager he's returned to form a really strong partnership with Liam Gordon and they'll have to be strong today because under Hibbs Nick Montgomery as we've spoken about a few times play a very very attacking game and actually 4 wins in their last 5 games has brought them up the table only defeat was at Celtic Park so all positive at Easter Road two up front two attacking wingers always looking for goals although the problem like a lot of teams has been stopping the goals at the back they've chopped and changed Hanlon and Bashiri is Hanlon at play today but they've been alternating beside Fish both fullbacks changing regularly that may be something that Montgomery want to address in January but the Hibs fans they must be happy they'll have seen a huge improvement in their team since Lee Johnson left and it's seen them climb up to fourth place in the table and ahead of City rivals hearts really interesting tactical today a well organised Craig Levine side Craig of course with a Hearts background player, manager a couple of times as well. He wanted to take the points off Hibs today, but Nick Montgomery, his team will go for it, I'm sure, from the very start. So hopefully a few goals, although I do expect it to be a very close game given St Johnson's better form in recent weeks. Two changes from St Johnson of that game I saw last week. Chris Kane and James Brown drop onto the bench. He's brought in two youngsters, Max Kucharabi and Philip Franchak. Interesting story. Youngest player ever to play for St Johnson earlier on this season at Easter Road. He was 16 days and 16 years, sorry, and 38 days in September. So he's just a lad born in 2007 but he starts today looks like a change of formation to, for, for uh, 
Richardson Johnson maybe to combat the attacking threat in the wide areas of Hibs. Looks at a 4 4 1 1 formation. Dimitar Mitov in goal, Ryan McGowan, Liam Gordon, Luke Robinson, Tony Gallagher at the back. In midfield, Match Kucharavi, Dan Phillips, Matt Smith, and Fran Franchak with Graham Carey off the lone striker. Dear Lang, Jai Yasemi, the substitutes for St Johnson, David Richards, Stevie May, Sven Sprangler, Dan Costello, Andy Constantine, Luke Jeffcott, Olu Ofalanwa, Jay Turner Cook, and um, and sorry, and Nicky Clark. Nicky Clark returns, which is a real boost for St Johnston. For Hibernian, they've made two changes as well. Joe Newell's suspended, and your Rory Whitaker drops onto the bench. James Jago and Liam Miller come in. For them, David Marshall goal, Lewis Miller, Will Fish, Paul Hanlon, and Jonathan Obita at the back. Ellie Yuan, Dylan Levitt, James Jago, and Jaya Tavares across the middle with the strikers Martin Boyle and Dylan Venter. Subs for him, Jojo Walcott. Lewis Stevenson, Christian Doyle, Riley Harbottle, Alan Delafier, Josh Campbell, Rocky Bushiri, Rudy Malotnikov and Rory Whittaker. The referee today at Perth is Graham Granger and the VAR is Nick Walsh. Plenty to look forward to on the field today then. Don't forget it is our Cash for Kids sports auction and we are up and running with our lots between 2 and 3 o'clock. It's already 20 past 2 so you're actually running out of time already. On these, remember, it's two media passes to the Rangers fixture of your choice, non-European or Celtic. You're in the press box, you get into the press conference, you can see the manager and player being interviewed afterwards, and there's a signed Danilo shirt. There's some bids coming in there, I think we can do more. That's sitting at £800, thanks to Stuart Shaw from Cowell Building Supplies. Uh, the two take that tickets, they're premium tickets, and there's an overnight stay in there as well. So Danny Knox, very generous, but I think we can do more than the 500. Stuart Shaw has gone in high on the director's box tickets for Celtic St Mirren, £3,000 on that. But remember, that includes two signed shirts, Kyogo and Cameron Carter Vickers as well. So let's keep the bids coming there. And there's a bargain to be had because the six months of boot camp classes for two people, plus the personal training sessions, no bids yet Add that up in your head I know it's not quite as Linked to the football memorabilia And all that sort of stuff But add that up That's a really good prize That So get your bids in uh, And we will check in Go to the auction room After these The team with the biggest support In Glasgow and the West This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here What a day of football we have in store today We've got the League Cup final tomorrow There was a big week of European action And it's the Cash for Kids sports auction as well Just how busy can Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard get? Don't forget we've got four excellent lots Available for auction between two and three o'clock So if you want involved You're going to have to be quick That's the Rangers media passes With the signed Danilo shirt The take that tickets And hotel stay The director's box tickets For Celtic St Mirren Plus Kyogo And Carter Vickers signed shirts And the six months of boot camp classes And training sessions They're all available till three o'clock So get bidding right now please More information can be found uh, On the website You can see the pinned tweet uh, at Clyde SSB And if you want to call and bid It's 01415652468 At this stage on a Saturday We always take a look at some of the week's biggest talking points We don't have as long uh, today With the journalistic hat on David Fuel. Let's kind of link it to today And to Europe midweek What is happening with Gustav Lagerbielka? <laughs> uh, well... It wouldn't look. I think there's Celtic right now. We've got seven seven and a halfs, Gordon. I think in January they're certainly going to lose Nat Phillips back to Liverpool and Yuki Kobayashi back to Japan. That leaves five 
Centre halves, Gustav Laggy Belka is clearly fifth choice of the five. Cameron Carter Vickers, Liam Scales, Mike Navrotsky, and Stephen Wells would be the top four. So it then comes down to whether he wants to stay put and you know be the fifth choice defender and whether Celtic would be looking to offer him. I think if Celtic made an offer that was anywhere near the £3 million they paid, I think it would be pretty tempted to take it. Um, the fact he's not on the bench again today shows you exactly uh, where he stands in the, the pecking order as things stand right now. Um, it's just not worked out for him. I know he came on and scored the goal. I think that was more a quirk of fate than anything else. Um, I don't see a kind of short-term future for him at Celtic. Whether he's a long-term future, I don't know. And would Brendan Rodgers also, the one thing I would say, would they go with just the four centre-halves given that three of them, Carter Vickers, Navrotsky and Stephen Wilson, have all had injury problems in the first half of the season? I don't know. I don't think Celtic will be rushing to get him out of the door for that, but I do think if, if an offer came in around the three million mark, I think they would take it. Um, Gabriel, you were there at the press conference yesterday. John Kennedy said about the centre backs. He didn't name names, but now maybe we we know the names. If that makes sense, what what was said yesterday? What was asked and what was said? Well, first of all, I asked him about the return of Cameron Carter Vickers. Of course, he's been Celtic's primary centre back for two or three seasons now. How big a boost that would be? He said, of course. Carter Vickers is the main man for the Celtic defence but then as uh, David Friel was saying there they have seven centre-halves Nat Phillips could be leaving uh, to go back in January Kobe Ash could be returned to Japan but it does leave five so I said is this something you need to address in January and he said players will need to leave to get game time whether that is just on loan or permanent we'll have to wait until uh, the transfer window comes around of course the manager Brendan Rodgers will have a massive say in that but I would expect several centre-backs to leave in January who exactly where exactly for how long exactly we're not sure but there will be big turnarounds and it's so strange Gordon because at the start of the season when that transfer window was ending Celtic were rushing around they they only had one centre-back fit at one point and now they've got seven too many on their hands and in their own opinion all seven of these centre-backs bar perhaps Nat Phillips see themselves as international players they want to be playing for their national side and of course with the European Championship coming up in the summer all of them will be want to be playing uh, for different reasons. So they're going to go and have to get football, Gordon. A lot is going to happen in January for Celtic all over the pitch. A lot of it will be at the centre of defence. Uh, I mean, Mark, there's a kind of simple footballing bit here where look, if a player's not good enough and a manager wants to move him on, so what? Some people would shrug and say, you know, that happens. Um, clearly, other people look at the bigger picture and say, if he has been signed for that amount of money, and is genuinely not good enough and is nowhere near it, that's a recruitment failure. Yeah. The other option would be that he actually is quite good and Brendan Rodgers has misjudged this situation. But let's be honest, how can any of us know that? Because we don't see him. You know, We've we, we no idea how good he is. Um, but what, what, which one of those is looking more likely then? Or is it just a shrug your shoulders, guy's not good enough and move on? Um, well, I would go with Brendan Rodgers' opinion on this. I think he's... A pretty good judge of character um, from his success he's had before at the club and players that he's brought in. And he obviously just does not fancy Lager Bielka. Uh, he fancies Scales, obviously, ahead of him, and Carter Vickers. Navroski is still to come in. I think he will prove to be an okay signing. But Lager Bielka, I, I don't think he's going to make it. I said on Wednesday night that I would not be surprised. And we didn't know, obviously, what was going to happen just an hour and a half later that he would score the winner but I still stand by it I would not be surprised if he's loaned out first in January and then Celtic try to recoup some of that money uh, in the summer transfer window because it's incredibly difficult to shift players on for money in January particularly when they've not been playing 
for a long period of time. So any potential buyer will want to know why he's not playing. They'll want to see him first before they splash anything in the region of two or three with, million. With respect, how can Mike Navrotsky be described as potentially a good player? He hasn't been seen for five months. The manager's had a look, and like Lagerbielka, has decided that he's not up to it either. So he'll be moved on in January if somebody will take him. Celtic have well, I don't think they, I don't think they will move necessarily no. both on that. That's the point, isn't it? It's just a numbers well, it, game. In, in, in my opinion, they will, because they've wasted seven and a half million pounds on the pair of them. And if he can't play, now when Celtic were desperate against Feyenoord midweek, Navrotsky wasn't even considered. He's not in the European squad. Can't play. <coughs> well, yeah. not registered. Well, therefore he's so bad. They well, didn't put him in the I European think he was, think he was injured <laughs> at the time when they had yeah. to register. He's been you have to case for him here. Yeah. You have to register the European. <laughs> you have to register the European squad at the start of the group. I think at that time he was injured. Listen, you're right. In large, of course, he's not played, but. There are reasons that he obviously couldn't feature the other night. He's not registered. I'm not going to go as strong as Hugh, but I know where Hugh's coming of from. Of course, the, the two two lads haven't impressed me. Listen, they, they just look like guys that are in the wrong movie. Scottish football that for me doesn't suit them. I know you can have the argument that. Seen not... the Navroski one. Sorry, to interrupt yeah. you. Is it how many games he played? One game. Uh, Before two, they get injured, I think at the start of the season mm. was it something like that? And I, I remember, I, I remember watching him and. He played well, and I think we all agreed on here he played well. So I don't know where people are getting this. He's not any good. The guy's obviously had an injury. Oh, yeah, but you would also get why the logic to say that if, if he was that good, we would have seen yeah, him more by back. now. Yeah. Because like he's not been injured that full. When time. Celtic are losing at Kilmarnock, dropping points at home to Motherwell, uh, can they not come forward and lend a hand here? Three time, games it is, incidentally. Three games start show. of the season. Time will show. You asked Gordon, was this a failure of the recruitment department? It is a monumental failure of the recruitment department. And not just Navrotsky and Lagabielka. A I, monumental I failure. I think you've got to I think you've got to say that look, you're not branding them bad players. Lagerbielka's a an international footballer. He's a Swedish league player but, of the year yeah, last season. Yeah, so he's obviously got, just as I said, sometimes you can turn up in a country and just be in the wrong movie. He just maybe it's Scottish football, Celtic as a club. It just the fit's not there. It doesn't mean that he can go. I, I agree with Mark. I think they'll try and get him out and loan. I don't think there'll be people queuing up to pay that sort of money and try and get as much back for Celtic as possible. So they'll have a look at him first. He could go somewhere, you know, somewhere else in Europe and be absolutely brilliant and clubs willing to pay the money for him. It doesn't mean he says he's a bad player. It's just the fact he's not a not good a fit. fit for Celtic. Um, I suppose, though. Roger Hanna maybe the on a more positive outlook for Celtic fans they'll be hoping that Wednesday night did something you know in terms of lifting the mood because of course we know that in a sporting sense like officially it was a dead rubber but can you imagine the tone of the show today had Celtic not won or had been beaten heavily by Feyenoord that then would have been two defeats in a row the place would have been going crazy so it still feels like it was important in certain ways. Absolutely. And you know yourself, Gordon, there's no such thing as a dead rubber for Celtic or Rangers. Um, Celtic needed that win in midweek after the performance and the result at Rugby Park last Sunday afternoon. It ended that horrible run of Champions League games at Celtic Park without a win going back 10 years. It lifted belief for next season's European campaign, whatever competition that might be in. 
and it got a bit of belief back after that dismal display down in the Ulster last week. Speaking of Kilmarnock and Rugby Park, remember Celtic's last centre-half from Scandinavia? Christopher Ayer came in, wasn't ready for the team, got loaned out to Kilmarnock and eventually sold him for £15 million. So I think it's, for me, it's too early to write off Gustav Lagerbielka. I can see him going out somewhere, maybe in Scotland, maybe in England, maybe in the continent in January and coming back a, a, a better player. I don't think Celtic will write him off yet. See, that's a good point. That's why he's here. He's the voice of reason. He's even learned how to say Christopher Ayer's surname 10 years after Adger. he signed he used to say as well. So we're all <laughs> learning and growing together. Uh, thank you to Roger Hanna um, on that one. I think, Fraser Wishart, what it does tell you is that we're braced for a very interesting January all round. Yeah, Rangers as well. Felix Claymore's not had a chance to, to buy any players. He's, he's played um, all the games with a number of injuries as well and with uh, Michael Beale's players so, uh, and improved the team. And the team are, are playing very well. Got a huge result in, in midweek, which is brilliant for, for Rangers, brilliant for Scottish football as well. The, the old coefficient has improved for, the, for a couple of years' time. So uh, it, it will be interesting. And both of them seem to have a lot of players that don't play regularly. And... Uh, I don't know if it's Gavs making the point. I think one or two of them will be, will be looking at European Championships and uh, can they play for the national teams as well. So, so I mean, I, I'm on Roger's side with both Navrocki and Lagabielka. I mean, they've hardly played two or three games. You can hardly make a decision on that. They've both been injured, but both have been brought in for big money. So I, I can see a loan being the, the, the way to look at it and try and get some kind of form because they, they must have something. You know, we, we always say that about players we come into. The old firm don't settle quickly and don't play well. You know, they, they, they have something there. It's just perhaps they haven't settled at the club. And then these two young lads, 22, 23 as well, coming to a new country, new style of football, new pressure on them as well, but picking up injuries as well. So I, I think it's very unfair to write these two off. But clearly Scales and Carter Vickers have, have grabbed those opportunities, particularly Liam Scales, to, to settle into the, the team at the moment. So loans for one or both of them might be maybe the way forward. But yeah, an interesting January all round and maybe more interesting to see who goes out rather than who comes in yeah man of the match display in the Champions League for Liam Scales 11 months after the Darville debacle and he's a man of the match in the Champions League doing brilliantly and he is in the team today before we get back to today's football let's revisit this Clyde One's Cash for Kids Sports Auction Right, it is heating up because you have exactly 23 minutes to be precise left on lots 1, 2, 3 and 4. These have been running from 2 o'clock to 3 o'clock. So let's go back to the auction room where Grant Thompson is. Grant, let's remind ourselves of lot 1. So it's the Rangers media passes for two people. It's at the fixture of their choice. It doesn't include European or Celtic games. They get to go into the press gantry, sit there, arguably best seats in the house get into the press room, watch the press conferences after the game and a signed Danilo shirt. How's that one sitting? Uh, so it's going quite well at the moment. Uh, Richard Maitland has got the winning, well, the top bid at the moment, not the winning bid yet, uh, £1,500 on that. And as you say, it's a money-can't-buy price because you get to sit in on the press conferences, which not like normally you're never going to get the chance to do that. Yeah, Grant's absolutely spot on. That's the, We try and do that, obviously, in the Cash for Kids sports auction. You can't just rock up to Ranger Ticket Office and say, give me a ticket for the press conference. It doesn't work that way, so you need to get involved on the auction. Thanks to Richard Maitland at £1,500. I do think we can up that between now and three o'clock, I must admit. For the children, remember. For the children. Um, let's move away from football, Grant. This is into more of your speciality to take that premium tiered seat tickets 4th of May and it includes an overnight stay at the Double Tree Hilton as well to me sounds like the type of thing Gordon DL should be bidding for um, and making a, a night of it but I don't want to make too many judgments on that who's got the winning bid so far 
So winning bid on that so far is Ronnie Strain, £700. But remember, this is an overnight stay in Glasgow. They are premium seats. I think it's worth £1,000. You're going to give us a, like a, a verse of a Take That Song or anything just to, to sell it? Uh, what Take That Song would you like? You, you, you choose. What's, uh, what's the best one? You, you ask me about football, I'll ask you about Take That. <laughs> right, we'll sing Take That by the end of the end of the show. What's your favourite? Uh, I want you back. Oh, back mm-hmm. for good. Of course it is. Of course it is. They've played that a few times over the years. That's worth the 300 quid alone that I'm sleeping for. I, I want to relight my fire so that Lou yeah. comes up there. Oh, good, yeah. good shout, good shout. Um, now, Celtic fans will be all over this because it's hospitality for Celtic St Mirren. The two director's box tickets. You're getting well looked after there. And a Kyogo signed shirt. And the Cameron Carter Vickers signed shirt as well. Add all that up. That's a sensational prize. How's that one looking, Grant? It's got a good bid on it. So far, it's uh, Stuart Shaw from Cowell Building Supplies, and it's £3,000 at the moment. Brilliant. Well done to Stuart. Thank you very much. Again, I'm always caught in between thanking Stuart for his generosity or anyone else, but also hoping we can just get a bit more. Let's try and up that. And Grant, this is the one I know that people like Gordon Dale love a bargain but we need to make sure there's value here for cash for kids yeah. it is six months of boot camp classes for two people and then six personalised training sessions for two people now I'm not an expert right but your 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 personalised training session times six for two people that's a few hundred quid anyway and then your six months of boot camp classes that is worth a good few hundred pounds Grant we need to do more on that one can you imagine how you're going to look after six months of boot camp I mean you're just going to look absolutely incredible you can't put, a pre- a pre- you can't put money on that uh, Gertam Singh has got the top bid at the moment of a hundred pounds Gertam's getting a bargain I think it's worth at least 500 quid it, it genuinely is though right so when you add that up that's yeah. worth a lot and of course we're just giving money to cash for kids anyway we were getting um, some praise for you in the other night I mean, mostly you get stick yeah, I get praise but see when you went and slipped into your white shirt yeah. I, I was harsh on you I thought you looked a bit like a bowler I thought you were going for a, a few <laughs> yeah, yeah. what do you call it is it ends what do you ends. call it bowls um, but a few pe- someone sent me a message to say they liked the look of your guns apparently I'm, I'm doing a lot of That's work boot camping see that yeah. boot camp honestly that is mm-hmm. worth a lot of money Get some bidding in for that. That's what a about you? Good to stick, stick you down for 500 quid. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I can see bit. There we are. We've just gone up on the Rangers media passes as well. So it is heating up. And if you want to bid 01415652468, we'll go back to the auction room and build up to kick off next. The winning team all season long. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. You are running out of time on lots one to four on the auction. You only have 15 minutes left. Remember, that's the media passes to Rangers and the Danilo shirt. It's the take that tickets, the Celtic hospitality with Kyogo and Carter Vickers shirts and the boot camp and personalised training sessions as well. 15 more minutes. Call 01415652468. Huge day of football as well on the pitch. We've given Celtic against Hearts. A good preview. We will go back there as well. Uh, what about St Mirren, Motherwell, David Friel? When you look at Motherwell's struggles this season, despite what people predicted, it's actually not been about replacing Kevin Van Veen's goals. It's been about keeping them out at the other end, hasn't it? Yeah, Gorm, it's just been a real problem. You know, every time you see him, you know, I don't think they've been helped by injuries. To be fair, been helped by injuries. To be fair, you know, Paul McGinn's back in the bench today. A real boost. Um, Dan Casey's out at the moment as well. Callum Butcher's out too. You know that was a real, 
pretty solid back three so that's changed um, Liam Kelly's taken a bit of stick obviously he got to Scotland cap in the last couple of months don't think he's in the best of seasons but yeah it's been a, it's been a huge problem I think that's up the other end they are snatching goals you know the, the, the goal score record's not as bad as you probably think with Van Dien being away but you know they really need to just get any kind of win today you can imagine Stuart Kettlewell today any, any kind of win it doesn't matter if it's ugly it's going to have to be ugly probably in this weather but they just have to get three points on the board and of course the St Mirren one of I think they're still one of the success stories of this season David I think they have to be because of the league position but they're, they're probably just on that on that line between wanting to really kick on and, and make sure it's a good season and make sure it doesn't dip too much yeah as I said earlier you know the high standards at the start of the season there's no doubt the first couple of months have been better than the last couple of months you know you just need to look at the results you know only three wins in the last 10-11 games but you know, I think Stephen Robinson's always pretty measured, pretty calm. He does understand that a club of this size, with that kind of squad that he's got, will go through you know little dips. I think he feels I've got over it. Um, winning against Ross County last week, I think this is the kind of game that he will be targeting for three points. And as you're saying, you know he wants to go and kick on. He wants to go and finish as high as he possibly can. And a home home game against a struggling Motherwell team will be one that he should feel his team are good enough to go and win. Looking forward to that one That wind is horrific Honestly every time we speak to David Friel It is really bad Indeed Livy against Kilmarnock Roger Hanna It does just feel like there's a lot of Doom and gloom around Livy And the mood for Kilmarnock could not be more different Given their last two results 100% um, You know If you'd offered Derry McInnes those six points I thought you were off your head Going up to Pitodri David Watson scoring that spectacular Winner deep into stoppage time And then the second half performance against Celtic It was no fluke that they beat Celtic They, they dominated that second half Surprisingly so uh, Last Sunday afternoon Deserved to win there was the unfortunate own goal from Matt Phillips. There was a smart finish from Matty Kennedy, who unfortunately for Kilmarnock misses out today. But this is a big one for Derek McInnes because they haven't won three in a row in the Premiership since they came back into the Premiership after that season in the Championship when Derek McInnes brought them back up. And I think if they could get this win, you look at the fixtures coming up, I believe they're at home to St Johnston, away to St Mirren, at home to Dundee over the festive season. They will be eyeing... They're already in fifth place. They'll be running fourth, possibly third place before the winter break. The thing is, though, Roger Hanna, we're conditioned now to just not write Livy off or be a bit uncomfortable writing Livy off because of, of what they've done in the past. Are you still in that mindset or is this the time to think about writing them off? You do have to wonder, don't you? I mean, they've gone five points adrift now at the bottom. The goal-scoring thing, I mean... The goal scoring record's unbelievable. Over 11 hours of football since he scored a goal from open play. He's tried various things. Joel Nubley's back in the team today, having been left out against Hibs last week. We're presuming he'll be on top alongside Curtis Guthrie today. Um, there are players there who have sort of done course and distance, as you see. Scott Pittman's been a good Premier League player. Andrew Shinney, likewise. They've got Bruce Anderson on the bench. They've got Stephen Kelly on the bench. They've got good players, but they're not playing well this season. And, you know, if they go any further than five points adrift as they are just now, you really would have to worry for them, Gordon. Yeah, it's going to be a fascinating one, that. And, it, Fraser, it seems crazy to do this in, in December, but that is the reality of it. I think when we're talking about the importance of winning for Motherwell or for Livingston, I, I don't think it's ever really too early for fans to start checking the other results. And, you know, St. Johnson would be, would be part of that as well, wouldn't they? 
Absolutely, but I think St Johnston maybe going into the Christmas break and this busy period of games and, and better settled than the likes of uh, Livingston and Motherwell around them because they, they, they're on the up. Uh, St Johnston playing far better and picking up points because I think we all thought they were cut adrift. I think they had four points in the first ten games, something like that, and, and we're all thinking no chance they're, they're going down. But uh, they have picked up, and I think it's, there's no coincidence they've got like Chris Kane and uh, Nicky Clark back. They're both on the bench. I think nursing injuries and, and having had long injuries, just being very careful with them as well, just to, to bring them back into the team on a gradual basis. But uh, these, these guys just bring a wee bit of freshness, a bit of experience, a bit of life up front as well for, for St Johnson. So I, I look at St Johnson, Craig Levine, far more relaxed character than, than he has been in his, in his days at, uh, at Hearts. And I know Craig played with Craig many years ago at Hearts. No, I'm going well with him, but he, he can be a prickly character sometimes and he can be angry. He's just calmer since he's come back to St Johnson and he, he's got them organised, he's got them playing some decent football. They looked very comfortable last week with a really good away professional performance. They just blew it in the last minute with that, with that equaliser from, from BRS. So there's just a wee, a wee bit of positivity, I think, around Perth. Even when you speak to people around the club that you know, then uh, there, there's certainly a lot of belief here that they can get themselves up the table a bit more. And what's been the key to that run for... Hibs then because you look at they've got four wins in the last five games and the one defeat comes at Celtic Park so which is understandable and no shame in that what's been the difference recently? Well I think a change in mindset I think a change of, of attitude as well I think Lee Johnson's time had come and gone the, the players weren't really, really buying into what he was wanting to do Nick Montgomery's come in quite a calm character quite a quiet guy but I, I like the way they've just set up he's looked at his squad and he's thought we've got so many attacking options let's get them all on the field of play and that's why they're winning games. I saw them a couple of weeks ago play against Aberdeen at home. They won 2-0 and, and Aberdeen should have won the game. Aberdeen were a better team. But that's a positive as well. When, that, when the team's not playing well, then they managed to get to get, to get a shutout. As I said earlier, I think at the back, they're just a wee bit unsettled. They chop and change a lot. They do lose more goals than they probably should. Um, but uh, the recent form has been very, very good. And I think Boyle up front with his pace, Vented drops off and lights the ball into his feet. Two wide players who will go in behind as well. Everything's, everything's positive about, about Hibs at the moment and so for the two teams here today I think they're both going to come in here thinking they can win it Brilliant, looking forward to that one it has to be said and you have six and a half minutes left on lots one to four on the Cash for Kids auction this is where it gets serious the two Rangers media passes fixture of your choice in the press box in the press conference plus a Danilo shirt £2,000 at the moment let's see if we can get that up they take that tickets including an overnight stay £850 uh, the director's box tickets at Celtic St Mirren plus the Kyogo and Carter Vickers shirts still at 3000 Stuart Shaw's had that for a while can you sneak in at the last minute and finally we're getting somewhere on the boot camp and personalised training £400 from Jamie Walker I still think it's worth more those clothes at 3 o'clock so your last chance to bid is right now 0141 565 2468 we will do the final count and back to Celtic Park next the fastest goals the expert opinions this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard building up to kick off in the 3 o'clock games you've got Two minutes left on those auction items. Be quick, 01415652468. But let's go back to Celtic Park because what a day Gabriel has in store for the visit of Hearts. Yes, thanks, Gordon. The two teams just walking out of the tunnel in front of me. The light show on as well. Celtic preparing for this match. And they're looking to build on that morale-boosting late win 
in the Champions League on Wednesday and looking to extend their lead at the top of the table. Manager Brendan Rodgers makes two changes to the team that won here against Feyenoord. Cameron Carter-Vickers and David Turnbull are back in. Dyson Maida is amongst the substitutes for the first time in six weeks. So the team is as follows. Joe Hart in goal. Defence of Alistair Johnson, Cameron Carter-Vickers, Liam Scales and Greg Taylor. David Turnbull, Matt O'Reilly and Callum McGregor are in the middle of the park with Louis Palma, Kyogo and Mikey Johnson up top. And what about the visitors' hearts? Well, they're lining up just to the right of me in their home strip. Now, after winning three in a row under Stephen Naismith, they climbed up to third in the table. They've lost their last two, and they're now down to six. They want to end 2023 on a high before pushing on again in the new year. Four changes for Stephen Naismith since their game last weekend. Xander Clark is in goal. It's a defence of Frankie Kent, Kai Rolls and Stephen Kingsley. Nathaniel Atkinson and Alex Cochran are the wings back, wing backs with Benny Beningame, George Grant and Aidan Denham in the middle of the park. Alan Forrest will support Lawrence Shanklin up top. Now I said earlier, Gordon, that Hart's record against Celtic is poor. That is an understatement. Celtic have won all of the last ten meetings between the two sides, no matter the venue. If they continue that run today, then they will extend their lead at the top of the table to a big eight points. Of course, Rangers not in league action. They've got the League Cup final tomorrow. They would have two games in the hand, but still eight points with that old firm looming at the end of the year could be a significant margin. But the referee here today is Kevin Clancy. The VAR will be Gavin Duncan. Kevin Clancy just urging the players to get the game underway as Celtic leave from their huddle and head to the centre circle. It's nearly three o'clock on a Saturday, Gordon. You know what that means. Kickoff is next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy. Make your life that little bit easier. Use their free prescription delivery. We are underway. That's the great thing about the disco lights, Hugh. You can yeah. use them at a three o'clock game in the winter because it feels like it stays dark all the time. But will it be a successful afternoon for Celtic against Hearts? What are your, th- your thoughts? I think it will be. Uh, Hearts are under pressure. Stephen Naismith, the manager, under pressure. They had their annual general meeting this week. Fans have been making their displeasure known over the team's style of play. Gabriel has just pointed out that the Hearts have had no wins over Celtic in the last 10 meetings between the clubs. That's a horrendous record. And they're minus important players today, like Lowry and Devlin and Boyce. And I think that Celtic will win that one comfortably. Sorry Celtic fans uh, Very quickly That is the lines closed For the first lots Of items 01415652468 Keep it in mind Because it'll give you More prizes But those First four Lots are finished Thank you for all your bids And I'll give you The winning bids In just a moment or two What does the rest Of the ACA look like you? Well I'm going to take St Mirren Sorry Gordon St Mirren to beat Motherwell oh, Please do Hems to win Away at St Johnston once they explain to Nick Montgomery why the crowd are all giving dogs abuse to the St Johnston manager Kilmarnock to win away at Livingston they are looking like a lost cause Livingston and Ross County will beat Dundee at home Worrying for me I'm the exact same as you oh. and much for the same reasons Hearts with a few injuries Celtic uh, I've got to think that they've made positive changes with Carter Vickers and Turnbull um, Motherwell just cannot buy a win St Mirren top form Hibs coming on to a game called Marnock playing well and Ross County mm. I think home advantage Yeah, I'm, I'm slightly different I'll stick with uh, Celtic Motherwell are due one I'm going with oh. the, are due one so I'm going with Motherwell I'm going with Hibs 
I'm going with Kilmarnock and I'm going Ross County Dundee draw. Right, there we are. Um, I'm sure none of them will get even close to a full house, but we will see because they are fairly hopeless. But we'll see if this afternoon can be any better. Now, it's an exciting day. It's the Cash for Kids sports auction. It is one of the highlights of the year. I think Hugh Keevans put it really well at the start of the show. We wish we didn't have to do it, so it's not a highlight of the year in that sense. Um, but the fact that there is that challenge there, we like to try and make a difference uh, to children in Glasgow and the West. So what we always do is we give you an all-day prize, which is running. It is the text to win the brand-new BMW 1 Series. I'll tell you more about that in the not-too-distant future. But let's go live to our auction room, because Grant Thompson is going to tell us who has won the first four lots. Well, actually, it's an auction room that smells of lovely pizza. Hi to Karen and everyone at Domino's and Clyde Bank who are keeping the uh, the auction room. And uh, I don't know if the pizzas have worked their way down to you yet, oh, Gordon. Yes. Yep, yep. And the studio fed as well. Right, the first lot of auction uh, winners then, the uh, the Rangers media passes uh, and the signed shirt, Richard, uh, Richard Maitland with a winning bid of £2,700. So, well done, Richard. Uh, lot two was to take that tickets and the stay for two at the Doubletree by Hilton. Derek Clarkson got them for £1,100 winning bid there I'm sure you'll enjoy take that uh, Lot 3 was the two directors box tickets uh, hospitality for Celtic St Mirren and uh, the signed shirts as well Stuart Shaw from Cowell Building Supplies a bid of £3,000 uh, so that's amazing. And the last one, we got a couple of last-minute bids in for the boot camp classes for two people and the personal training sessions as well. Uh, John Miller and George Gilmore. Uh, John Miller, rather, and George Gilmore, £550. So I make that just over £7,000, £7,350 this time round for Cash for Kids. Thank you so much for your generosity to John and George, to Stuart Shaw, Derek Clarkson and Richard Maitland. Really, really generous stuff. Uh, and the children who need your help across Glasgow and the West will thank you greatly, I am sure. So brilliant, brilliant start to the auction. Now, let me tell you what we've got on offer between now and four o'clock. A whole new set of prizes for you and some really, really exciting ones in here. Lot number five is not one, but two signed Scotland tops. Now, they're from the Georgia and the France games that were played recently. So you know the, the thing that elevates them above the ones that you buy in the shop? They've got the nice little badges on the front with the Scotland flag and the Georgia flag next to each other. Same, the Scotland flag and the France flag. So these are the real deal. And you don't need me to tell you, these are signed by the entire Scotland team that has just qualified for the Euros. This is a history-making Scotland team. Now, I'm not saying that you would want to sell these in the future, but see when Scotland go on and win the Euros next summer. Just think how much these strips are going to be worth. That is the way to think about it. A sound investment. And it's not only one of them, it is two. So that is a brilliant prize donated by Window and Gutter Cleaning Glasgow. Get your bids in right now uh, for them. This is a good one. I think Gordon Dale, this might be up your street because it's one of your former clubs and I know you like hospitality. So mm -hmm. it's a table for four and it's the Tunnel Club Premier Suite for Man City women against Man United women. And it comes with an overnight stay at the Moxie Hotel in Manchester for four people. That's a brilliant prize donated by Man City and the Moxie Hotels. I know there are a lot of fans of of the WSL out there. That's a massive fixture. The Manchester Derby. It's the Tunnel Club. It's the Premier Suite. It's an overnight as well. And it's all for four people. I don't know. That could appeal to 
all types of people But I'm, I'm, I'm thinking maybe I can imagine it There's a family there A couple of young girls Who are getting into the women's game Head down That's a sensational prize So get your bids in there St Mirren fans This could be the season That you end up in Europe It's looking that way so far uh, And we are hoping that you want to jump on the feel good factor Because we've got St Mirren hospitality in there as well Lot number 7 is St Mirren Hospitality It's two match day boardroom tickets For the game of your choice Out with the Celtic and Rangers matches So any St Mirren fans That would make a lovely uh, Christmas present I am sure And I'm not saying those presents aren't all uh, Those prizes aren't all wonderful Because they are But surely the jewel in the crown here Is lot number 8 Talk about money can't buy Your chance to join Mark Wilson And Gordon DL In a four ball Which is a game of golf by the way For anyone who doesn't know Um, At Trump Turnberry's King Robert the Bruce course It's donated by uh, Ricky at Trump Turnberry A brilliant prize And of course us at Clyde One Super Scoreboard Think about the money can't buy element here Add this up For you and a pal to go and play at the Robert the Bruce course at Turnberry, that's a few hundred quid anyway. And I don't know, what's an afternoon in the company of Mark Wilson and Gordon D.L. worth? Priceless. Thousands. Priceless. Thousands of pounds, surely. That'll be a a busy lot. And can you commit right now to promising that your your company, your your jokes, your patter will be top, top drawer because it's cash for kids? Well, I don't know if Mark can, but... But I can certainly uh, go along that road. But you'll get to see my golf clubs that have been described yeah. as the worst <laughs> ever based rock clubs. <laughs> you'll get to see Gordon. I've played golf with these guys many times. Gordon DL gives Mark Wilson the hardest time <laughs> ever on yeah, the golf and every course. Round of golf. Slaughters his swing, slaughters everything about him, and you will get a front row seat. We might even throw in Hugh Keevans to caddy. Um, depending on how thick they look in his face there oh, Hugh with a plus fours on you, you can like imagine him yeah. there you can yeah. have yeah. Mark Mark Walker a wee walk round the Robert the Bruce yeah. course I'm sure and we could arrange that man for you that. can have mines as a remote control so <laughs> there we are Right, get your bids in for that that is brilliant so really the prize is you and a pal to play with Mark Wilson and Gordon Dale listen I, I'm a really generous guy see if you don't have any pals and you want to play yourself I'll come along as well and, I, and I'll make up the three and you can be the fourth but whatever whatever um, combination you want I'm sure you'd rather go along with a pal and Mark and Gordon so those four prizes are available between now and four o'clock and you need to call to bid it's 0141 565 2468 0141 565 2468 get your bids in there great stuff Hugh Keevens I'm sure you'd agree I could be like the late Peter Alice I could just be there at the golf and say yes you've got the day I love the tea (laughs) (laughs) I like that I like that I can see that and next up the Bayliston Bobber. <laughs> uh, I quite like that. Mark Wilson. Yeah. See, I was uh, thinking more the Cumbernauld, and I better not actually. We'll move on and do something else. Yeah. Uh, nothing to tell you about in the games yet. Mugabe with a big looping header, easy save for Hemings. Kucharavi's had a shot saved. It's all about frantic and paisley, as you would expect. Um, nothing really doing at Celtic Park. Uh, my humble apologies, but I'm sure you'll understand there's obviously no. Room for teasers today It is wildly busy On Cash for Kids auction day So Yes No time for teasers What about Morton there One up against Queen's Park already It's all gone pear shaped At Queen's Park You know the director of football Went to Ajax They binned their manager In the week 
And now they're a goal down at the second bottom of the table and they are in deep trouble. Yeah, indeed. Sterling Albion nil, Annan one. Dominic Doherty with the goal there on nine minutes. So nothing else to tell you about yet. George Grant down at Celtic Park just getting a bit of treatment. So that one's not really settled yet. None of them have. Uh, worth pointing out, although we do focus on the Premiership matches by and large, some of the games mm. down the divisions today are sensational. The Championship is really coming into its own you look at Dunfermline against Partick Thistle and of course a top of the table clash involving your former teams you two yeah yeah well, uh, that'll be a, a terrific game and it'll be a terrific crowd there uh, of that there's no doubt Wraith Rover sitting proudly on top of K Dundee United have got the game in hand I think that'll be a cracker and I think there'll be a massive crowd at Tannadice you backing your old team, the yeah. Rovers? Yeah, I think they're playing some terrific football. I'm just fingers crossed that they can get promotion this year and know how it feels to play in the Premier League and everything like that. By the way, I've I seen on Twitter the other day his game popped up. Yeah, they played it yesterday. I saw Twitter was it was um, all out there, wasn't it? Yeah, I saw, and it just shows you how bad football was in the days. I mean, no standard. Hardly two passes completed in the full game. And you wouldn't get in that team. Oh, you wouldn't get in the Celtic and that team. Celtic team. Not a chance. Who was playing right back uh, at Bo- that time? Boyd was left back, wasn't he? Aye. Uh, who played right back? I'll tell you who I played. I used to go and watch it. Who? Mikey Galloway. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> the famous Mikey Galloway. Oh, I, I think he was. Yeah, yeah. But nah, anyway, I, enough about you two. It is a great fixture card in the championship today, that is, uh, Well, that one's obviously the pick of the bunch, but a big game for Partick as well. Awaited them firmly after being beat last week against Wraith Rover. So it's a big couple of weeks for them to keep in touch with United and Wraith because something's got to give there. But you'd think that one at Tannadice would be goals and that the way both teams have played this season, you know, attacking, entertaining football. United don't lose many goals, but Wraith score plenty. So, yeah, you'd, I'd expect United to win that one. Home advantage count. OK, nothing much doing in their featured matches in the Premiership so far. It is a wild day in Paisley. There was quite the <coughs> pyro display from the Motherwell fans, which means the smoke is blowing around everywhere, but we are underway uh, nothing to tell you about About 10 minutes in uh, Even St Mirren's own Twitter account Backing up David Freeland Saying really difficult conditions A swirling wind Making it tough for both sides um, And that that is the you know, Good effort there Greg Taylor saved by Xander Clark Out for a corner And then Cameron Carter-Vickers Heading wide From the resulting corner I don't want to go all weather report on us But is that Is that the real difficulty Mark When it's the swirling wind Because it's not as simple as just Put a bit more on or take a bit off your passes. <laughs> yeah. Even the crossfield ones end up, <laughs> yeah. you know, going everywhere. Well, that's amazing. You know, the professional footballers um, affects them. It affects everybody at the top level. The wind and the guys along at St Mirren will see that today. I never enjoyed playing with it at all. Um, even when you had it, remember mm. you had the wind one way. Yeah, like Gordon saying the first half, <laughs> well, you're shooting with the wind. People are shooting. If for you won the toss, would you take the wind or would you take? No, the wind I would play. Half? I would play in the, the first half a and then take it the second. Yeah, I know that's a nightmare. Yeah. then was there not a game last? Was that last season? The season before up at our broth? That uh, let me get this right. Dick Campbell shot with the wind in the first half, but still found themselves behind, and then they managed to get the game called off. It sounds the about right, certainly. I, I remember that. No, I never enjoyed it. So, challenging circumstances. But look, Motherwell players have struggled all season anyway without the wind, so maybe that will help them. Yeah, nothing nothing to tell you about 
in the games in the Premiership so far. The Palmerston Pep, though, he's a new man. He was oh, back in here. He's got a spring in his step. Oh. They finally got a big win last week. Marvin Bartley joined us in the show. Now they're one up against Edinburgh City. See what uh, one night does with me. Oh, great Graves. chance. Great chance, St Mirren, but it's Greg Kilty over the bar. He sort of slipped as he hit it. I mean, maybe the, the wind blew him over. Who knows? But he's hit it over the bar. A great chance for St Mirren in that one. So how did he explain himself then, Marv? Not being here when times were tough, but he suddenly shows up when times are better. Yeah, right, he just he mm. had to. He felt like he just had to dedicate more time to his pre-match analysis, and it finally it finally paid off. I think maybe that's a mistake you made when you were breaking manager. What was that? You kept turning up. I did. <laughs> well, I just took it in the chin. I knew it wasn't going to get any better, so I thought there's nothing I can do here on the training <laughs> ground. So just come in every day. Uh, right, don't forget that the auction is very much underway Lots four, uh, 5, 6, 7 and 8 are there Some brilliant prizes Give us a call if you want to bid on them You can see the full details on our website And it's also pinned Oh, how's about this for a big goal? Goal flashes With M&D Green Pharmacy And it's Celtic Nil Hearts won And of course It is Lawrence Shankland It was a corner It was in swinging It was a bit of a free header At the back post Into the roof of the net He is deadly From those situations And Celtic Trail at home To Hearts Hugh Keevans Well you can't have that After the defeat From Kilmarnock Last Sunday Celtic are in bother And they are Sleepwalking Towards Potential Catastrophe Uh, They have got to get Their league form Better than it is and the supporters inside Celtic Park will be disgusted by the turn of events. I think it's their Achilles heel set plays. I really do. I think if you look at this season, the goals, the cheap goals that they're giving away. And I think I'll really disappoint Brendan Rodgers because he'll have worked in that. He'll have made sure that everybody knows their jobs and their responsibility. But that man, Shanklin, inside that 18-yard box is such a danger. Terrific goal scorer. What a good start for Hearts. Ger- Germany in the background, Hugh. That's the bit that underpins all of this for Lauren Shankland but yeah. as for today it's Stephen Naismith that will be delighted more than Steve Clark for now also the quickest way to get yourself a transfer to Rangers if you want one <laughs> is to score goals against Celtic and uh, to enhance Rangers chances of winning the league uh, of course Stephen Naismith will be happy uh, but come on this is a Hearts team minus several automatic first picks and they are currently beating Celtic 1-0 at home. A week after Celtic made a complete mess of it at Rugby Park. So the crowd inside Celtic Park, at 5 o'clock, you're going to hear very angry men and women if this result does not improve. It is a brilliant header from Lauren Shanklin, Mark. You can always analyse from both sides. The Celtic defending... <laughs> oh, Pick whatever word wow. you want. Well, all they would have to do is look at last week against Aberdeen and how Shankland managed to score the goal there and understand that he is the danger man. But how they have not managed to pinpoint him, um, uh, I, I just can't get my head around that. But listen, Shankland, <coughs> Shankland's an interesting one. I think he's definitely worth uh, a place at the Euros as it stands right now. But Hugh's right. I wonder, in January, the interest will be from Rangers are taking him away. And will that... Well, that accelerates chances of being in the squad, but he's certainly an out-and-out goal scorer. Unless Dessers has done himself a real favour with his goal in Seville. Still uh, need something, though, don't they? Yeah, but yeah. Sima, again, another terrific goal. The Rangers' performance in Seville 
uh, and I watched it with my grandchildren in Brighton. Uh, the performance there was the best result and performance from a Scottish team in any competition, domestic or European, this season. That is an outstanding result and performance for them. But, as you rightly say, they made themselves a few bob and they'll continue to make themselves a few bob in the Europa League. So, the money is there if they want Shankland. Air United won Airdrie nil, Anton Dowds with the goal there. 4 for nil. Dumbarton won James Hilton and Dumfermline nil. Partick Thistle won. Come on, the Jags. Who <laughs> we like to see? Cove won up against Alloa yeah. um, at the moment as well. But that's a big goal at Celtic Park. Lauren Shanklin with it and Celtic trail Hearts by a goal to nil. It's the only goal in the top flight so far. It's been mostly St Mirren. Uh, Liam Kelly had to tip a younger's header over I told you about the Greg Kilty chance as well so Motherwell with defending to do early on in that one uh, keep your bids coming please on the auction if you want to bid on any of those prizes 01415652468 uh, and you can see full details on the website and the pinned tweet we're ticking along nicely it's the Scotland tops it's the Man City Man United hospitality and <laughs> What, what? You two must be popular, by the way. Have we you bids? two must be What's popular. What's this at? The chance to play at one round of golf with Mark Wilson and Gordon DL for you and the pal is sitting at two thousand pounds. That's not enough. Thanks I'm to not, Robert I'm not Suter. Out my bed for two grand. <laughs> Stick another <laughs> zero on it, Robert. Then we'll talk. <laughs> Aye. Yeah. So Come on, if, Rob. If it's two guys that are coming down to play, whoever. Pays the most money Gets to go with you He plays with you're the better yeah. golfer Yeah You know what I play with this monkey <laughs> But he'd rather speak to me <laughs> The full way around You know Rather than his rubbish oh, oh, maybe, maybe. I'll look for your ball again Mark I'll look for your ball again Mark <laughs> Maybe it was the caddy Maybe they're buying it for the caddy uh, Yeah it could be That's right You're in there as well And do you know what See if you're really really generous Do you know what we'll do right We'll chuck in a coffee With Gordon DL as well Now I know that that's an occupational hazard After Thursday's show yeah, um, oh, I, I could not still laughing. I watched it again this morning. I, <laughs> really, I've watched it about forty-three times. If you're wondering what oh, we're on about, probably. although most people should know by now, go to our Twitter feed or our YouTube <laughs> or whatever, and you will see Gordon DL. And I know what you're thinking. All right, he spills his coffee. Big deal. That's not that dramatic. Let's just say he spills it in a way that only Gordon DL can spill it. Just seen the floor. And Andy Halliday's reaction, he's got his head in his hands. Gordon DL's reaction. We're actually listening to Andrew McLean delivering team news from Seville at the time. So we can't really say anything. We have to sort of sit in silence and just deal with Gordon DL's spillage. And it is... Remarkable Have you had the displeasure Of seeing it yet Hugh? I have not seen it I heard, right. that. I heard all about it uh, I will fire it up for <laughs> well, you What were you thinking? What were you trying to achieve? I, I was getting I was trying to tidy up And I didn't realise That there was coffee Still in the cup <laughs> And uh, do you know what It'd have been worse That was a new White shirt I had on What, what stage of the programme Was Right this? at the end right as well he's, oh, just oh, gone yeah. and, he's just gone And put his white shirt on uh, For the Hugh, you should have seen the Christmas the night out, Hugh. There you are. Oh, you yeah, and the amount of money in that desk and no hot drinks allowed near it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it entertained you, Hugh. How stupid is that? Oh, brilliant. Uh, Hugh, uh, yeah, as yeah. I said, it's Christmas. We can all make mistakes. It's a face. It's Andy, Andy's yeah. reaction as well makes it. Mm. Uh, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you must think Get I Roger Hanna back I do a wee boy It's a safer it? environment Working with Roger Hanna See, you've had a lot of stick for it There's actually a lot of like 
quite like good feedback in a way about it. Lots of people are saying that you're like a national treasure and you should be protected at all costs. Oh, yeah. One person said someone else wants a documentary with you in it. Do you, do you know something? <clears throat> when I when I looked at the cups and then I seen the amount of coffee that come out, I'm not kidding <laughs> you. I, I was more worried about the floor. There were a flood. It was imagine a documentary. Bad. That'd be quite good. <sighs> just the cameras. And oh, all access oh. behind the scenes, just following you about for maybe a month. <laughs> <laughs> just seeing how you piece together your life. You did know? uh, see uh, me in that car part the other day. That would be quite something. <laughs> anyway, you can watch that over there on our Twitter feed at Clyde SSB, where you can also see the details of the auction as well. It's already nearly 25 past three. The only goal in the Premiership is for Hearts. They lead at Celtic Park, Lawrence Shanklin's. Heather, let's go back to our auction room and get a bit of a update on things. Grant Thompson is there. Grant, we've got the two signed Scotland tops. How's that looking at the moment? Uh, the two Sky signed Scotland tops uh, quite well at the moment. We have got Paul Rowe, uh, who has put a bid in for £1,200 on that. Good, I like that. And again, remember, this is the, it's the two tops. It's from the Georgia and the France games. It's got the little flags on the front as well. So you know it's the real deal. This is the Scotland team that's going to the Euros. Going to win the Euros. Maybe. Think how much those tops will be worth. Um, Grant, I really like the prize because it's the Manchester Derby in the WSL. It's an overnight stay in Manchester as well. It's hospitality. It's for four people, so I can just envisage a really good family night out, uh, day out, sorry, or a really good group um, of, of female football fans who want to go down. Um, what's that looking at? Uh, so at the moment, it's uh, Martin Aitken, who's got a £400 bid on that. We were actually just looking at pitches off the Tunnel Club. It looks absolutely stunning. I mean, what a, pri- what a, what a prize, what a win that would be if yeah, you wanted to do. That's the thing, right, because I know we, we throw the word out there, hospitality, mm. but we're talking Etihad here, Tunnel Club, Premier Suite. I've it been is, there, Gordon. It's wonderful, isn't it? Uh, it's, it's sensational. Is that where you saw Colleen Rooney? Yeah, uh, no, that was uh, Old <laughs> And you were mistaken, or you mistook her for a former... Classmate, no, despite was, the fact uh, you're 30 years older than yeah, that was Old Trafford, unfortunately. Um, but I've been to that um, hospitality, and I've got to say, it is remarkable. It is absolutely sensational. Moxie Hotels as well. You ever nice. stayed in any yeah. of them? I stayed in them a lot. They're brilliant, eh? The men's team have gone one up, incidentally, through Jack Grealish. I don't know if he'll be there. I can't promise that. Here's the one we've got some work to do on, Grant. St Mirren are flying this season. They're having a really good season, and it's two tickets, director's box, hospitality... Um, no bids yet, I understand. No bids on that yet, so come on, let's, can we get maybe start off with 500 quid on that? I think at least. Yeah, I think that, I mean, you, so it's for a game of your choice, excluding uh, Celtic Rangers matches, but come on, I, I think 500 quid. What's the number? Remind us. Uh, the need num- to do it? You, please, yeah, because I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> I've got it in front of me. I've got it here, I've got it here. No, hang on. Take it away. I am prepared. It's 0141 565 2468. And here we are, the big one. I don't know what's made it the big one. It's easily the worst prize of the lot out of these, but it's got that it's got that money can't buy feel. Uh, the chance for you and a pal to play a round of golf with Mark Wilson and Gordon DL at Turnbury's King Robert the Bruce course and it is coining it in Grant Thompson. There were people phoning before two o'clock for this prize, going, Where can we bid for it? Where can we bid for it? And at the moment it is Derek Connor from DJC Properties with £2,300. Oh, Properties, imagine he wins. Imagine some of the deals you can do. Come on, Derek, keep it going. Can I just you say, and I have a chat. Can I just say, the pressure, <laughs> the pressure on you two to be good company that day and play some good golf or some comically bad golf is going through the roof with every bid that we receive here. 
Ah, be good company. We're good company in a golf course. Incredible, we, and we like to encourage. It doesn't matter if you're a bad player. Get out there. We'll encourage you. We'll help you around. No, be half decent <laughs> because this guy will tell you apart <laughs> if, if you're no good. So. That's not true. That's uh, actually not true at all. Uh, right, we need to do some work on the St Mirren prize there. It's hospitality for two. It's director's box tickets. I've got a theory here, though. Maybe the big St Mirren fans listening are at the game. Yeah. So they can't call right now. So maybe you are the husband, the wife, the mum, the dad, the son, daughter of... The big St Mirren fan in your life And you're listening Why not buy it for them Or put them on to it I mean I know People even like to go to the game as neutrals If it's hospitality as well Because you're getting a rare treat there as well So pick up that phone It is the number that Grant just gave you there 0141 565 2468 We need to do more on that St Mirren Is that getting in the boardroom did you say? Yeah. That one? Yeah So it's a good good prize that one The St Mirren said. fans can't hear us for the wind So Well that's true You need to get the the David Friel David Friel to give it a shout out yeah, how bad is this PA right system. so half time Zach Hemming took a goal kick right and the wind blew it out for a throw in then the resultant throw in went straight back out for a goal kick oh, <laughs> because of the wind yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. so bad that is so bad um, did you take a draw there Gordon right away yeah I would would you even yeah, at yeah. some point no. but the, only yeah. th- the only thing is the next two fixtures Rangers and Aberdeen away <laughs> but Rangers at home obviously it's, uh, next Sunday and then Aberdeen away so yeah I need to win somewhere let, let me put the Celtic situation at the moment into perspective if this scoreline ends up the result if Rangers win their two games at hand Rangers are top of the league that's the one isn't it yep this is the result that would do it I mean there is a long way to go but no real signs of a Celtic fight no. back yet. I think Louis no. Palmer kind of dragged a shot wide. That was that was about it. But this is the extent of the problem that the Celtic have. And as I said earlier, and I use the word advisedly, they're sleepwalking. You know, the the, the fans are you know can see it for themselves now. I think, uh, but the the performances of late, the points dropped. I can put it no more starkly. If this scoreline at present is the end result of the match. If Rangers win their two games in hand, they are top of the league before they go to Celtic Park on the 30th of December. Hmm. Yeah, Rangers well, they, top well, they, of the league a few, well, a few weeks ago and they went to the They won't play the games in hand before then. Hibs are in January. They won't yeah. play them before that. I know, like, symbolically, it's the opportunity, but they, yeah. they, they they've won't got play St. The games Johnson, I think, then. midweek, and then, yeah, that Hibs game comes at the end of January when. Um, Come back through the winter. Well, break. put it this way then: they can go to Celtic Park on the thirtieth of December, as things stand at the moment, and go top of the league with the chance. Absolutely. Uh, ball is in the Hibs net, chopped off for offside. Uh, Going to have a look on the old VAR. So we'll take a take a breath there and find out what the outcome is in the near future. Hopefully, hopefully the a fairly quick one. So it was a Liam Gordon header, but we think Kucharavi got the final touch, and and then he might have been offside. So. Maybe a let off for Hibs um, Craig Levine will be hoping That is not the case of course Can you imagine the dog's abuse That Craig Levine's getting From the Hibs supporters Ooh. And Nick Montgomery is saying to him, What's this all about And he said well He used to be the manager of Hearts And then they beat Hibs And he said that was the natural <laughs> order Of events in Edinburgh It is offside in the end So there we go It is as you were Fraser's right though About uh, Craig Levine Seems to be a what tamer this time around than managing older? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I've, mellow, I've mellowed. Um, I used to be 
angry head at times. Did you? A rant or a rave or on the some, touchline? So, sometimes I'd have a go, yeah. But now I'm more of a... Now you just, calm now you just spill coffee oh, all yeah. over the yeah, desk. Yeah, but I don't, I, I don't let it worry me. I just feel that somewhere along the line everybody makes a mistake and it's how you react. Did you know that, that video? <laughs> sure. The video of you spilling the coffee has been viewed hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of times. It <laughs> <laughs> is incredible because do you know what's even worse about it? Have you seen the video back? No. Right, because you might want to watch it. How and because there are some, how do I put this on a family show? There are some fairly serious allegations flying your way about what you were doing with your hand under the desk before you spilled your coffee. Oh, you weren't doing that again, were you? <laughs> you've got, <laughs> you've got some, you've got some explaining to do. Hold that thought, though. Sorry about that. Goal flashes. With M&D Green Pharmacy Celtic nil, Hearts 2 And it's a stunning free kick from Stephen Kingsley You know he's got that in his locker It is an absolute screamer And unless Celtic get their act together very quickly We have quite a story on our hands Hugh Evans. Uh, this is a shocker from Celtic On top of a shocker at uh, Rugby Park last weekend They are throwing the league away They are will now I think fail to win this game and that will be uh, yet more points dropped to Hearts on a day when Hearts have three key players unable to play uh, they are simply in deep trouble and when we go to Gabriel at half time you're going to find out what trouble sounds like at Celtic Park because this is a disgraceful it's a long way back back here, that's what it and, is and the mm. thing that then this is Gordon obviously there's different ways of conceding Celtic can't do much about this in the sense that it's a stunning goal from Stephen Kingsley but Hugh's right the overall situation is not a good one yeah I don't think anyone's seen this coming um, obviously Hearts have went there well organised two set plays um, two terrific goals tell you what are watch, you going goalkeeper? no 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 I was just going to say well maybe a bit but Joe Hart the flailing goalkeeper Think Lee Griffiths with Joe Hart and goals for England. It is very like that first one, isn't mm, it? Yeah. Very similar. Very similar. Um, but listen, Hugh's right. It's an absolute disaster a long way back. And we, going with the reports, doesn't sound like Celtic have really been knocking at the door to get back in it when it was 1-0. So never mind 2-0. Well, so a lot of work for Brendan Rodgers to do. Do you know what? You said nobody saw this coming. And I thank Gordon Duncan in advance for this. I listened to our programme one night and I said that there was a possibility that Celtic could lose to Rangers on the 30th of December and Rangers go top. And a man came on and said, I question his mental health. Now, what a disgusting thing to say in the first place. And Gordon, thank you, you came in right away and said, come on, can we speak like that? I was right. And the caller was wrong. Who did you tip today? Celtic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, but, 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 there is still time. All we know now that who, is... If, who did you tip? Celtic. Oh, if, it is, if it is going to happen, it's going to have to be pretty dramatic. Um, for my <clears throat> own benefit, right? I've just... And I, I've got it ingrained in my mind anyway, but I've just looked up Lee Griffith's first goal against England. It is... Similar? Extremely. Extremely similar Verging on identical To the one that Stephen Kingsley's just put past Joe Hart as well mm. So what you're saying is that Joe Hart doesn't learn? Oh, not, not necessarily I, I, I do remember at the time some English commentators Gary Neville was very critical Felt that those types of shots were Joe Hart's weaknesses 
I'd always be inclined to give a bit of credit to Stephen Kingsley yeah. and Gordon because it goes up the over the wall, it comes down again, it's not bang smack in the corner, but it's close enough. I think you've got to at least first give a, a good slice of credit well, you know, to Stephen I'm, Kingsley. You know, I'm first to criticise the goalkeepers. Um, I think they should do better, but I'm with you in this one, Gordon. Just having watched it there on my phone. Terrific strike. Uh, he's got it up and down. Joe Hart obviously tries to, tries to get across, but. I just think it's a terrific uh, set play. And do you know what? Uh, my only difference, the England one is probably a worse attempt by Joe Hart because that's even more central than than Stephen Kingsley's. But uh, the one thing that might not let Joe Hart off the hook completely, Mark, is quite far out. It's, yeah. it's not hit with great venom because it has to go up and over the wall. Um, it, it doesn't look like it, you know, it doesn't bullet past him. You wonder if he could no, have done a bit better. Uh, yeah, it's always working away from him. I'm with you, Gordon Kingsley. It's a terrific effort, so give credit to him. But I think if you're going to point the finger at Joe Hart, um, I think probably move your feet quicker. You probably know that he's going to go that side, so maybe start to gamble a bit and give yourself a better opportunity Hart's, to go over. Hart's sure. problem is no competition for his place. There's no yeah. goalkeeper yeah. there at Celtic Park, and uh, when it was put to the club that they should be buying the goalkeeper in the summertime transfer window, no, that that idea was just uh, ignored. And Joe Hart has lost plenty of goals this season. Plenty of. I've got to, to say, you. I thought he was. I thought he was particularly good in in midweek. I thought he yeah. did a terrific. Well, game. He did, to be fair. Yeah, yeah he probably one of his best games. I, I understand what you're saying. You know, he comes under a bit of. Uh, the, the scrutiny when he loses goals uh, but I thought Wednesday I thought he was excellent surely the concerning thing really Mark is that can happen that goal there like, we're, we're probably nitpicking there's not loads you can do about it but we're 34 minutes into a home game and Celtic have barely looked like scoring well exactly you know all the attention goes on the defence recently the goalkeeper the centre backs that do or don't play but creating chances it's been a bit of an issue. You look back at that second half at Kilmarnock last week and I don't know how many entries into the box Celtic actually had. It couldn't have been many in the second period. And you're you know, you're looking at today, <clears throat> approaching half time and not many clear cut chances. So that's a worry. And that's with Kyogo, that's with Palmer. You know, Maeda's on the bench and O'Reilly up there with the top scorers in the league. Not can you really imagine if hearts at all? Can you imagine if Hearts go three up before <laughs> half time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I still think if Celtic can get one back here, I think there's still plenty of time to turn this round. They need to work Xander Clark, though. Yeah, yeah. Some, uh, once they've done it, have they, from Greg Taylor's effort, mm-hmm. uh, we, we heard, but apart from that. Right, this nothing. hour is bubbling away nicely on the auction, but let me remind you of your all day prize. It is never lost on me. I used to listen to this auction every year, now get the pleasure of telling you about it, and I know that not everyone can afford to spend lots of money on auction items that is just the reality for lots of us so we try to get everyone involved and this is brilliant thanks to Arnold Clark there's a BMW 1 series up for grabs it is brand new and all you need to do is text the word CAR to 84901 text CAR to 84901 it costs like a standard message rate it then gives a £5 donation to Cash for Kids so it's much more affordable for loads of us £5 donation every penny to local children and then you might win the brand new BMW 1 Series. It's a win-win situation. You can cancel the donation by replying cancel within 60 minutes of receiving our text confirmation. We obviously hope you don't do that. It's over 18s only, full T's and C's at Clyde1.com and the entries for that close at 6pm tonight. So that's running all day, but do not hang around. Also, 
Got another little surprise for you. I say little surprise. It is a huge surprise because we've been overwhelmed by donations here. Like, seriously, so many. The ones that I'm reading out were actually only scratching the surface. So what we've decided to do, and uh, Hugh Keevans, I'm about to have one of those coughing fits. You know, you just have oh. to pad your way through. So you can talk about the Celtic game for two seconds whilst I try and stay alive. Okay. Well, I repeat, <laughs> uh, Celtic <laughs> 2 I thought he was joking. He really has coughing. And they are sleepwalking towards a disaster in the title race. Uh, and they have worked Xander Clark just once. Uh, but they are struggling to score a goal They're two down They need to get three For all three points Anyone who sees three goals in this for Celtic Come and see me I'm back mm. I think For now We've actually set up a silent auction As well for you And if you go To the Cash for Kids Super Scoreboard Auction webpage um, You will find it there There's some brilliant prizes on this It's not like we've just Hidden away prizes that we don't think are worthy of being read. There are four super box tickets for the Viaplay Cup final at Hamden Park. Ooh. Tomorrow. It is tomorrow, donated by Hamden Hospitality in Sodexo. That's on there. There are loads of hospitality prizes, Rangers, there are multiple Rangers ones, there's Falkirk, there's Dumbarton, uh, there are makeover experiences. Talk about maybe, arguably, best player in Scotland at the moment. Matt O'Reilly There's a signed Celtic top there There's another signed Scotland shirt There's a brilliant Horse racing prize There's a Wayne Rooney prize There's a Jack Butland prize There's a Mike Tyson prize It is is absolutely sensational I wish I had longer To tell you about Some of those But genuinely There might even be Some bargains in there At the moment So if you go onto the website You can find the Cash for Kids Silent auction listings As well Some unbelievable prizes On there So please Go and take a look. Uh, Inverness one or both one. Billy Mackay, that experienced goal getter, uh, with the equaliser for Duncan Ferguson's side. I was going to say we've been robbed of the Dick Campbell Duncan Ferguson rematch because they met early on, didn't yeah, they? Was that yeah, they big Dunks yeah. first, first game? game. Yeah, Friday night. Um, but Jim McIntyre now uh, in charge, of course. Well, it's a, a big one for Arbroath because uh, were they to get something out of that match, they could go off the bottom of the table if they get a win. They go above Queen's Park. Queen's Park go bottom. How about that for your director of football away to Ajax and your manager bend and you go bottom in the same week? That's got to be one of the weirdest moves in football. Finally, so Mark, sorry, a yeah. decent chance for Celtic. That's as good as it's getting that we're at decent chance stage, but it was Louis Palma. Kyogo in, down the right, cuts it across. Uh, and good defending to stop the goal just about a yard out at the far post so Celtic's best opening so far well they need more of that more clear cut chances because it's just not been the case for the majority of this first half Um, it's been a weird old season for Stephen A. Smith though Uh, under pressure then he he manages to string a few wins together gets manager of the month those ones okay were only 1-0 wins and then a defeat of Pitori when they probably should have won that last week and now two up at Celtic even, Park. Even in his wildest imaginings, Stephen Aismith didn't think he'd be two up at Celtic Park in the first half. I guarantee you. And the thing is, Gordon, it's been a it's been a really effective performance so far. I'll try and word this so it doesn't sound like I'm taking anything away from Hearts because I'm not. Mm-hmm. Celtic have been blunt, but at the same time, Hearts have not had to create loads. It's two, it's two set pieces, a corner... Celtic's Achilles heel and a wonderful free kick so they've picked their moments and they've executed them really well yeah I've, I've, you're right there it's all about moments it's all about timing 
Um, they've got that belief now, that two goals, because you're looking thinking, has Celtic got three goals in them? I still think if they can get a quick reply before maybe half-time, they'll get the opportunity. Uh, Hearts will just sit in there, they'll hit the counter, um, you know, they'll try and pick Celtic off, uh, but it's up to Celtic to create. I watched them, I thought... The result in midweek was a very good result. And the reason why, I thought Feyenoord at times play some lovely football. I really did. I yeah, thought some of their, their passing and movement was brilliant. For Celtic to grind out a good 2-1 victory against them was a terrific result. But they're up against it here. Um, this looks like, it sounds like the probably the Kilmarnock performance. Not sharp enough, not creating enough, not, you know putting pressure on Xander Clark's goal but they'll need a they'll need a reply very soon or this game will slip away from them Rogers make changes at half time <coughs> um, see Dyson Maeda perhaps yeah returning. maybe guaranteed Turnbull will be your first oh, man off that's absolutely well Turnbull's the only way Mikey Johnson off. Turnbull yeah Mikey Johnson has done the square root of hee-haw and uh, Turnbull at least was the player who worked Xander Clark with a decent shot, good save from Xander Clark. Maeda was described as the instigator of everything for Celtic by Brendan Rodgers when the the Japanese internationalists had to go out because of injury. Maeda would be the first choice to get on the park to see if he can lead the salvage operation. But right now, they're running into cul-de-sacs. They're going nowhere. And it's act. I mean, Mark, to state the obvious, it's a two-goal cushion for Hearts. So actually. They probably could think about starting to protect things. We're nearly we're nearly at half time. You know, we yeah. talk about teams go there at nil nil and try and sit in for the full day. Hearts are two 0 up. Exactly. About to get into the second half. And listen, those Hearts players will be a lot more relaxed now, which makes for a, a very difficult and dangerous opponent to play against. Players maybe make those passes that they wouldn't usually if it was nil nil, and all of a sudden you find yourself even further behind. So. Celtic just have to be careful just not to overcommit and now what we've got four or five minutes to go to half time Hugh's right if I had to go to three <laughs> before half time then there'd be people leaving right before we get to the half time reports let's go back to the auction room Grant Thompson there are two signed Scotland tops it's from the Georgia game and the France game they are the real deal they've got pretty much the full squad on there the squad that's going to the Euros that must be doing good business it's doing okay, but I feel um, it probably could do better, actually. Um, so the ones at the moment, it's Chris Kirkwood, £1,500 is the top bid on that. Yeah, and we do appreciate it, Chris. Thank you very much. It is two, though. It's two signed tops. It's two from the team that are going to the Euros. 750 each, then, would be the way to break it down, which is lovely and generous. But Grant's right, I think... Uh, we can do a bit more I'm also a bit worried Grant because this is an absolute bargain it is for four people to remind you it's four people who are going to the Tunnel Club Premier Suite at the Etihad it's one of the finest um, experiences I'm sure down at the WSL it's the Manchester City women against Man United women so it's the Manchester Derby and even over and above that just the hospitality is stunning and you've got an overnight stay at the Moxie in Manchester as well and it's four people Grant we need to do yeah. more on that one and well the package here includes uh, five course fine dining meal you get your drinks included as well now it's sitting at £400 at the moment I'm pretty sure I could drink £400 worth of that uh, Martin Aitken has got the top bid at the moment but I think we can do a bit more on that as well and uh, actually just heard there uh, from a lot we had earlier on do you remember the um, the Celtic prize the Celtic St Mirren yes. uh, hospitality uh, Stuart Shaw got the winning bid there and he's a Rangers fan 
There we go. <laughs> that just that's hospitality. That's what it yep. does. Um, and don't, no matter what Grant says, please drink responsibly. Uh, but <laughs> it is a bit of a game changer that drinks are included in that hospitality. It's four people, the five course meal, the drinks, and the overnight stay. I don't even know if you need to be a football fan to find good value no, in that price. So seriously, get your bids in there. St Mirren Hospitality Grant, are we getting somewhere now? Uh, we are getting somewhere. We've got a bid on that. Robert Suter from Pro Tire Recycling at £500 on that. I did say it was worth £500 earlier. Can we get a bit more, please? I think we, we yeah. need to. It is imperative. And the chance to play golf with Mark Wilson and Gordon DL at Turnberry for you and a friend is worth at least 20 grand are we getting close? Uh, not close to 20 grand we have got a good bid on though uh, Derek Connor from DJC Pop Properties £2,300 at the moment I think that was the same as earlier so we've not had any bids on that in a wee while so maybe we could get That's a wee push for that right yep. come on That's the come point. On. no more yeah. bids get, give me the sales pitch let's Go try and drum up some yeah, interest for you two <laughs> <laughs> tell them one of your stories <laughs> just <laughs> you, you, no, no, you pour I, a cup of hot coffee over your head if they no, agree to come not, not at all we'll have a fantastic day we'll make sure the lads you are you treat well them to lunch we'll get them a bacon roll that's quite a few quid for a building room. That is actually uh, we'll one, one between them. One between them will half it. Uh, um, maybe they could play against you, beat the pundit. Anything as you talk. walk round. Yeah. I don't know, I'm just trying, oh, I'm trying to... Listen, we can tell them some stories that aren't fit for air. That's yeah, true. Probably yeah. Yeah. More, more dad's stories than mine. Uh-huh. Right, I love a sheltered life. You've only got 13 minutes left on those four prizes, so it's 01415652468. Get bidding on them, please. It's for the children. Halftime in Windy Paisley, David Friel. Halftime, Motherwell, Nelson, Mun, Nil. Uh, I don't really give you a football report or a weather report. It's not been a classic, but credit to both teams are trying their best in the howling wind. It's been pretty even in terms of possession. So Mun have definitely had the best chance. That came in 13 minutes when Terry Small raced down the right far and a low cross. Fell to Greg Kilt. It looks like he's about to score, but he slipped just as he took his shot and it flew over the bar. Jonah Younger, he threatened, he'd a header tipped over. Mark O'Hara, he'd an effort blocked as well. Motherwell haven't really tested St. Mun keeper Zach Hemi at all. Beavis Mugabe did loop a header into his arms early. Been a few set pieces, but they'll need to carry a far bigger threat in the second half. Half time, St. Mun nil, Motherwell nil. Well, short and sweet there from David. Actually, caught us all out there eating pizza. But I think we always said that it was going to be like that today. With those conditions, never easy to play in. Expected scoreline so far. Half time in Livingston, Roger Hanna. Half time as well, it's Livy nil, Kelly nil at the break. We spoke at the top of the show about one change for the Livingston side. Joel Nubley in for right wing back Jamie Brandon. We wonder if that would mean a change of formation, but it did not. Nubley, known as a front man and wide on the right in that right wing back row. And he, they got the ball to him in the first minute. He beat Stuart Finlay, got to the byline with a lovely trick. They crossed just too high for James Penrose at the back post. It broke for Iowa Belay, and he tested Kilmarnock goalkeeper Will Dennis right at the start of the game. Kelly's response was quick. Kelvis Sell, the skipper, narrowly failing to reach Liam Polwell's free kick inside the six-yard box. Vassell threatened again with a run down the inside left channel after a pass by Corey and Daba. This time his effort pushed out by Livingston goalkeeper Shamal George Vassell. Busy all over the pitch. He was hauled to the ground for a free kick by opposing captain Michael Devlin. Then Shamal George having to make a save from Robbie Dees. All this inside the first 15 minutes as Kilmarnock chased a third consecutive league win. Kelly were forced back. Michael Nottingham coming up the right-hand side. Played a ball in. It was just behind Scott Pittman after 24 minutes. And a setback for Kelly just moments later. Marley Watkins, who was in to the starting lineup because of injury to Matty Kennedy. He limped off with Andrew Dallas coming on. Livingston by now, they've gone 
700 minutes without a goal from open play in the Premiership but they had to hang on and Daba, Korean Daba sliding in at the back post just unable to convert another free kick from the dangerous Polwarth but at the other end a slick Livingston passing move ending with a fine cross by Penrose from the left and it just eluded three inside the six yard box decent chances at both halves we're just crying out for a goal Gordon typical Livingston living ill killing ill we've got a story on our hands at Celtic Park Gabriel yes we certainly do Gordon half time and would you believe it Celtic have it all to do they are 2-0 down against Hearts booze ringing around me at Parkhead as the whistle was blown just a few moments ago captain Lawrence Shankland headed the visitors in front after just 15 minutes he was totally free in the box and then Stephen Kingsley doubled the Jambos lead with a brilliant curling free kick from distance and it has totally stunned Celtic and this crowd the game started in usual fashion Celtic with the ball without creating too much uh, after a few moments the Hearts captain found himself totally unmarked from an in-swing corner Liam Scales and Alistair Johnston seem to be marking each other the stadium started to get jittery at 1-0 and before you know it the afternoon turned from a troublesome start into a catastrophe after half an hour Stephen Kingsley stood over a free kick it was over 25 yards out but as you said Gordon reminiscent of that Lee Griffiths famous free kick against England it was beautifully curled into the back of the net with his left foot suddenly after just two set pieces hearts were 2-0 up and panic really started to set in here behind me uh, in terms of going forwards for Celtic Louis Palmer thought he was going to pull one back uh, a ball came across the face from Kyogo at the far post but it was blocked just in front of the line by the hearts defence some valiant defending uh, Kyogo had a half chance just before the whistle there but that's pretty much been it going forward. Turnbull had an effort with his left foot from over 20 yards that was saved fairly comfortably by Xander Clark. There's been some dangerous crosses into the box. They've all been met by Maroon Jerseys, Gordon. Now, as we know, if it stays the same, not only are Celtic spurning the chance to go eight points clear at the top of the league, they will stay just five points above Rangers, who will have two games in hand. You don't need to be a genius to work out what that means. Stephen Naismith is in the exact position he wants to be in as the visiting manager. Expect Hearts to defend deep from here on out. But Brendan Rodgers will be absolutely furious in the changing room. A huge second half coming up on an afternoon that could have a huge impact in this season's title race. At the interval, it is Celtic nil, Hearts 2. Scottish football's league leader. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Quick, this is your five minute warning. You're about to run out of time on the two signed Scotland tops. The Manchester Derby Women Hospitality That's an unbelievable prize If you look at everything that includes The St Mirren Hospitality And the golf at Turnberry With Mark Wilson and Gordon Deal. You've got four and a half minutes left So 0141 565 2468 Be quick, let's get the half-time picture From St Johnston, Fraser uh, Half-time, St Johnston nil Hibernian nil, not a great, game, a great game to watch Sorry Gordon, to be honest with you St Johnston probably just shaded a bit No real efforts for either keeper to save a couple of half chances at either end a few moments around either goal but dealt with comfortably by both defences and in general little quality on the ball and a pretty tricky pitch the first 15 minutes gave us hope it was actually a decent start to the game half chance at both ends Carey and Jayasemi were just wide with their efforts Kucharavi had a shot straight at Mars from 20 yards the other end Jaya Tavares cutting from the left hand side curl a shot just a yard wide on Mitov's left hand post but that was pretty much it St Johnson on the front foot a bit more of the ball in the early stages and around the hips penalty box 
Although Graham Carey was enjoying his free roll attack and it couldn't turn the good play into any real chances. Little Cena Hibbs an attacking force. We've got the four forwards, Boyle and Venter though, hardly getting a touch of the ball. Though 26 minutes, St Johnson did have the ball in the net. Liam Gordon headed a Smith corner goal, whereas Kucharavi got a touch. Uh, just a yard out, he was given offside and VAR confirmed the assistant referee's decision. Hibbs had a wee spell on attack, a bit of spell of pressure, a number of dangerous crosses, but some good defending by Gordon and McGowan in front of goal to clear the danger of it. His play was really scrappy in general, just one half chance before the break. Matt Smith, the midfield player for St Johnson, a poor defensive header by Paul Hamlin, fell to the St Johnson player just 16 yards out, but he snatched at his chance and shot wide from 16 yards. I think Craig Levine be a happier manager, but Nick Montgomery really looking for much, much better from his team on the ball in the second 45 minutes. Half-time at Dermot Park, St Johnson nil, Hibs nil. The big story at the break is that Hearts lead 2-0 at Celtic Park and a Celtic comeback doesn't even look likely, but... That doesn't mean it's not possible. What a second 45 we've got. And you've got two and a half minutes left on those auction items. Come on, let's do it. Let's be quick. They are brilliant prizes. I said money can't buy the chance to play golf. You and a friend at Tunbury's Robert the Bruce course with Gordon Dale and Mark Wilson. They promise they'll be really nice to you. You've got the hospitality at St Mirren. The hospitality... For four plus an overnight Plus your drinks at the Manchester Derby The WSL And the two signed Scotland tops From the squad heading to the Euros as well Two minutes left 01415652468